Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Football is back, and we have you covered each weekday afternoon on Outkick's Hot Mic with Hutton Withrow. Some of the best football guests from Armando Salguero and John McClain to Trey Wallace and Bobby Carpenter, plus the top headlines and reaction to the college football and NFL weekend. The Chiefs go for dynasty mode with Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, and Andy Reid. They're the favorite, right? Yeah, they have to be. The AFC goes through Arrowhead, but the Bengals and Jets, they're all in to reach Vegas, and the Bills and Dolphins are also confident. Withrow, what about college football? Can you say three-peat? That's what they're hoping to say in Athens, Georgia, as the Bulldogs continue their march to college football dominance, while a cast of usual characters led by Michigan, Ohio State, and Bama nip at their heels. There's plenty of craziness on a week-to-week basis. Pull up to the bar with us each weekday afternoon. We're streaming live 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern across the Outkick Network. Podcasts available everywhere, and always check out Outkick.com. NFL and college football covering your favorite teams. Outkick's Hot Mike with Hutton and Withrow. Every child deserves a chance to live their best life and celebrate every moment. You can help St. Jude Children's Research Hospital give kids with cancer that chance. When you support St. Jude through your employee giving program, you can help make cures possible for kids with cancer. Together, we can save more lives. Help the kids of St. Jude today one paycheck at a time by making a payroll deduction gift through your employee giving program. I wish I could talk to you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry about everything. Greetings and welcome to an episode of Core. We talk about video games from the top to the bottom, and uh, we involve you guys a lot too. You have calls and emails and texts and all kinds of fun stuff. I'm Scott Johnson with Bo Schwartz and John Jagger. Before we get cranking here, a couple of quick things. Many of you should have already seen your uh, your Lake Run stickers, all right, if you ordered them. Because um, I sent out a, the first two batches anyway. There's another batch coming up. And then we're out. I think we're down to like maybe 10 left total. Uh, so uh, hundreds of you got them. There are 10 left. If you want to be one of those 10 that get the final ones, uh, just head on over to the store, frogpants.com slash store. It's right there. But also, oh, did you get, what the hell's that? What is that? I pulled a clump of hair out. I should brush my hair more often. Look oh at that. Gosh, look at that boy. thing. That's a beast. Wow. What do you think that oh. means? Do you think that means anything? I think it means Chewbacca finally gave birth. Oh my it, means, it means I, I've been putting off brushing my hair, and uh, yeah, I got a little knot. Dreads are on the way. <laughs> I love it. I need to give them a brush. Oh, you should do dreads, dude. I'd pay to see that with money. That'd be great. They're hard to undo. That's the problem with dreads. That is true. 
Um, and they stink, man. Oh, they stink. They smell so. Oh bad. yeah, that, yeah, that too. Never saw a dread that didn't reek. Uh, the other thing I want to say on that on that note is we have these shirts now. Um, we decided to make one, and they're kind of printed to order, so we don't have to carry a ton of stock on them. But it basically is a big, nice, bright shirt with uh, Bo jumping in like it. It says Lake Runners Unite and the name Core below it. Uh, chat room's looking at it right now. If you're interested in rocking this T-shirt, you can get one right now on the self-same uh, link, frogpants.com slash store. Let's make this meme live forever. That's what I say. Uh, and also, stick around, Splash, chat room. I was taking a bath. Yeah, see? Bo will sing for you, and we'll give away a copy of Dead Space, the remake for Steam. Yeah. Yeah, today. I that, everyone, from a generous listener. Yep, we'll call them a silent donor. Uh, has given us their donated key, and uh, we're going to use that key to give it to you. And the only way you're going to get it, though, is be here at the end of the show so we can give it away in the chat. For those at home, it just means you got to come to a live show for some of these giveaways. That's all. All right? Not to leave you high and dry, but that's the way it is. All right. That's it for that. Let's do this. We're going to talk more about Dead Space um, in a week that wasn't full of, like, big drop-dead topics in, of news in the industry. Uh, it seemed like all anybody wanted to talk about was uh, one of two things, either Dead Space or how shocked they were that um, Hi-Fi Rush was good. <laughs> and uh, I feel like that's all I heard in all my circles. And uh, Dead Space in particular, let's talk about it. Before we get into it too far, let's talk about what we played of it. Bo, you played the entire game. You beat it. Yeah, I played through it on the weekend. Finished yeah. Sunday night. I watched Started you. Friday, for, finished Sunday. I watched for you, or I watched you a chunk of it. Um not nearly as much as you ended up playing, but what was your total play? Like 20 hours? What's, what's 20 the hours ish? 20, yeah. 25. Okay. Yeah. yeah. The, how to, the, the complete, or what is it? How long to f- finish or whatever it's called? The website puts it at 27. Uh, your, your mileage may vary. Uh, but on the other side of it, how, how do you feel? You feel like they nailed this remake? I mean, well, they've nailed it, but also they really, they put the remake and remake like it's pretty much the exact same game which i'm completely fine with uh but it it's the exact same game to the point that i was like oh yeah i remember this bit i remember this bit oh i know what to do here sure so it felt like a breeze to play through the game honestly i'm like yeah we're getting to the medical lab yep there's two different directions to go like there was stuff there was stuff i had forgotten mm-hmm. but i'm a good majority of it I was like, oh yeah, I remember this. I remember doing this because I played through the original a couple times. So, and know. so does that make it? I mean, other than the zero G stuff, which was like this weird jump point to point thing in the original game, uh, this one has free floating in the most of the zero G environments. Yeah, there's probably some improvements that I didn't really clue in weren't in the original, like the zero G stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, I mean, you know, yeah, it was good. Yeah, <laughs> it, was, it was good. It was like I enjoyed it. I had a good time. I was happy. It was a remake. Part of the reason why I finished it so fast is that I planned on the weekend to do my Godot uh, go or Godot lessons. Yeah, I was really looking forward to it. But I, uh, because of a generous listener, I ended up with a copy of Dead Space remake. I wasn't going to buy it because I was going to do that. Yeah. But when the possibility presented itself, great. All right, let me play this and just get it over with. So I like I tried to finish it as quickly as possible because I wanted to get back to what I was doing. Yeah. Uh, I took the time to savor it, though. It's not a long game. Yeah, 27 hours. I think what I like best about it is just how gorgeous, not gorgeous, just that environment, the feeling, the empty 
ship, the lack of a soundtrack, the, uh, more of the ship's noises, mm. the engines going bum, 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 bum. There's a room that's just like, <laughs> like the loudest shit ever. It's a small little room, but it's so loud. And I'm like, I love this. This is perfect. Yeah. Sound design yeah. is top notch. You could tell they, they worked really hard to make all that sound good. Um, you know, but- the environments are, or the enemies are like neat or whatever, but they're, you know, they're cool looking, but they're nothing, you know, something special. Yeah. It's more the environments and the uh, the sound design and that that feeling of being in a in a abandoned space. Ship. It's hard. It's hard to over. It's hard to um to talk about this game without trying to at least remember how groundbreaking a couple of elements were back in two thousand eight, and those were the slow dismembering of your enemies uh, yeah. and you having that choice of tactically what to do first and how to do it and which enemies were best suited for what weapon and that sort of thing that kind of tactical combat and dismemberment is still really cool, but we've seen a billion games do it since. But at the time dead space was like, that was some new shit. Like nobody was doing it. The other one was, uh, the kind of like zero UI in the game. The UI is all built into his suit. And so when you want to know how healthy he is, you look at that thing on his back and it tells you with both color and size, how he's doing. Uh, if you want to know if you're out of charges of your kinetic movement thing, you look at his little circly thing on the back and see where that's at. Um, even when you're interacting with objects in the world, they're all like holographic projections. None of them are static screen type things unless you hit pause and you know mess with the menus. And I had to keep, in my playthrough so far, which is about eight hours, I'm not near where you are, uh, or near to finishing, I don't think, but pretty far. Um it, I, every once in a while I have to pinch myself and go, oh, right, yeah, this was unknown. This was unheard of then. Nobody was mm-hmm. nobody was giving you that information via, you know, the world. Instead, you were getting that information from little dials and switches and buttons and things that were overlaid on everything like we're used to with video games. And this was like a huge step forward in that, in that regard, and a bunch of games have done it since. And I just I found myself appreciating those bits this time around for what they started or for the innovations that they were. Um, yeah, that game's cool, man. It's real good. John, I know you played not as much as Bo, but uh, you have a take on your time in the game? So far? Uh, yeah, that game is awesome. And it's another really good example of uh, this, this effect that happens where they do a remake or an upscale or a remaster, whatever you want to call it. And you go, oh, yeah, this definitely, I think, looks better. Yeah. yeah, this is what I remember, and this, this I think, looks nicer somehow. But then you go back and you look at what it was, and you go, oh, shit, they, they, they did a lot, actually. <laughs> yeah. like, this, is, this, is, this is severely better. Like, But in my head, you know, I played Dead Space when it first came out. I played through it once. That was the entirety of my experience with Dead Space. I did the same thing with 2. I skipped 3. Mm-hmm. Um, and... And so I didn't have the greatest memory of it, but I had beaten it and it left a lasting impression on me. And so when I played it, I was like, yeah, yeah, flying in. There's there it is. Planet Cracker. LOL. Like it just (laughs) all this stuff um, came flooding back. Uh, But then it's kind of wild because I was like, well, what did it look like? Because actually the thing that I was the most curious about was uh, I think his name is Hammond, the guy who's your... Like the leader of your group going in, right? Yeah, yeah. Kind of like Isn't the captain or whatever. So yeah. when he showed up and we're going through the game, I was like, well, he seems okay. 
why do I think this guy is the biggest douchebag that ever lived? Because I came in with like a preconceived notion, and as soon as I saw him, I was like, oh, this guy, mm-hmm. this asshole, yeah. um, is what I was thinking. I was like, why do I feel that way about him? I was like, I don't remember. I went back and I watched that intro, and one of the things I was I was struck by was not just that the game looks so much better, but they've redone a lot of dialogue. Um, it's a different voice actor. It's different dialogue in general. It's not just that Isaac now speaks, but the script has been tweaked and reworked as well. And in the in the original, Hammond's kind of a dick. Mm-hmm. Like he he literally interrupts Kendra at one point. She's like, "We're gonna have to boost the signal," and he goes, "We know, Kendra." <laughs> Great. And he's then he goes some, and boosts the signal. And then he says to do what he told her to shut up for. He's like, shut up, Kendra. We don't want to hear you. Yeah. Okay, do do what she was going to say. <laughs> I was like, oh, this guy totally sucked in the first game, and he's much more likable this time around, which I think actually works to the story's strength, because there is, like, you know, there's some doubt as to, you know, who's who can be trusted and all that. And I think liking the people is actually probably... A better place to come from. But it was really cool to go back and see the differences. They have done a lot of things different, but they've done it so faithfully and they've done it so lovingly that you you miss a lot of it. Yeah. And uh the thing that the other thing that I was like really surprised by was how bright that original game was. Because I remember it being dark and scary. And then when I got into this, I was like, oh yeah, look, it's dark and scary. I can't even see things. Mm. And I went back and watched footage from the first game. I was like, I can see every goddamn thing in this room. <laughs> like, what what is going on with this thing? Yeah, there's like and, a there's uh, like a memory wipe or something. Uh, the, the, I felt this way too with a lot of it. I just don't remember. Like I'll play through a bunch of it and go, well, that feels like what it used to be. But then I'll go watch some video. I'm like, oh, this is different. Like this is A, much prettier. Uh, B, I couldn't run anything better than 30 frames back then. Um, and I think the 360s where I played this. I mean, there's like a ton of stuff that's changed. And yeah. all of it for the better, in my opinion, it's to their credit that people immediately just feel at home in it again and aren't noticing some of that, but I feel a little bad. It's almost like the people in the CG industry that make movies and TV, those effects are artists who do like bullets hitting the dirt or the uh, red keep on the horizon in Game of Thrones that's not really there. But today you can do that stuff so flawlessly that you don't even think about it, which is the right. goal. It's both the goal and it's disappointing because those people never really get kind of credit for that stuff unless it stands out more for some reason. And when it stands out more, you don't want that because standing out means you're going to see the seams. So I had a lot of that feeling in this of like, they've done such a good job here that I'm actually not appreciating it all. And I wouldn't mind if the devs for the new team that re- did the remake sat down and did kind of a short YouTube documentary or something, and just like talked about the major differences what we yeah. did with sound this time, why we changed Hammond's dialogue, you know, why is it okay that Isaac talks here and, you know, was a silent protagonist the first time around, like all those kinds of things. I would, that's what I want more out of this game when I beat it is I would, I would like to spend more time with that. And I don't want it all to be some dude bro on YouTube making that video. I'd like them to do it. Yeah, I want the Valve, like, Half-Life 2 developer commentary thing. I yeah. think would be really cool. I, I'm i a nerd. I've done it. I've done it for all the Half-Life games I've gone through with the developer commentary on. And I think that stuff's cool. And I think for remakes, I think that, you know, that stuff is even more fascinating 
you know, what made you decide to deviate here? Or how important was it to recapture this moment? I mean, the, the opening minutes to Dead Space, I feel like, are so iconic. Like, I knew that the remake was going to be okay by the time I, I got through the intro because I was like, well, they did it. They, yeah. they got that intro right, and it's so important that you do. Because um, it is such a... It's just an iconic opening from, you know, the Ishimura crashing, and it feels like... The thing I always I always thought, you know, my wife and I played through a bit of it together. Um, I watched other people play through it. That initial crash on the Ishimura, uh, everybody goes like, oh, it feels like a Disneyland ride. Mm. And I think it feels like a Disneyland ride because it feels so real. They do such a good job of capturing it and making it feel like you're there, that you're like, man, this is something different. Like, it just hits differently. And exploring the Ishimura just hits differently than other video games. Yeah. Um, I, I still stand by Dead Space 2 returning to the Ishimura, like, is such an iconic level to me. And it's only iconic because of all the memories and experiences you made in this game and how well they did with the setting and the environment and all of that. Yeah, so, I think they earn that, right? They earn that feeling yeah. of, of... And also, I think they earn uh Isaac's place as an iconic character in gaming period like that's hard yeah. to do you can't just make a dude and then make him iconic you have to have a game that supports the that that pays those dues so that later you can go oh yeah that weird helmet with the multiple lights and the funky thing on his back and you know he just he I was reminded in this playthrough so far that he deserves that they earned it. Now they let him go too long without a new game. I will say that. And I, <laughs> yeah. I have a feeling that, you know, we've been talking about, Hey, if this does really well, they'll do, they'll do two and three, won't they? And I'm like, I don't know. I think they may have the success and go straight to four or straight to something new or reboot the universe or do something. But I think that this is, uh, it's selling really well on all platforms. Um, it's reviewing extremely well. It's also contains none of the EA bullshit we're used to. Like, not even the launcher. We don't even have to do some EA yeah. launcher with it. It's great. I was having trouble getting the game to launch initially. Um, it had to do with my streaming setup, not the game itself. Um, but it, uh, I was having some issues launching it, and I thought, you know, I bet. Let me go download Origin. You probably got to put stupid Origin on my computer to make this thing run or something. Yeah. And I did because I thought that might fix it and might help my issues. I'm like, I'm sure they want Origin to pop up and play. Nope, wasn't that. And uh, turns out I installed Origin for really no good reason. I need to remember to uninstall <laughs> it from my computer. But uh, it it's it's crazy. They did. They made just this amazing uh, standalone product that. Um, the continue screen is even awesome because it, it's continues like it shows it loads your con save file basically yeah. from the menu screen yeah. and then it just unpauses as if you were just unpausing. Oh and right, there's a lot of nice touches in the in the UI and it's uh, pretty good. Yeah, I agree. The the whole put the put while well, I'm playing with a controller, but I don't know what it is on the keyboard. It's probably tab or something. But when you when you uh, need to know what direction you're going, and you look down mm -hmm. at the floor and you get the blue line of direction, I think it's X. Is it X on, on keyboard? keyboard? Yeah. Um, it that that's another one of those things I take for granted now. Tons of games have some equivalent to that now. 
but this was the first I'd ever played that had this like in the world indicator thing that you could create that didn't mean. I'm actually shocked they don't. That this doesn't get duplicated more. It's almost. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, I hate like, that it doesn't because I find yeah. it so useful as somebody that likes to explore the non, like main story path. I go crazy when it's like they just give you a waypoint. It's like okay, the you gotta go to the north. And you're like, okay, but then the, the road diverges and you're like, well, I want to explore and find all the secrets and do all the cool stuff. Which way do I go? Mm-hmm. Like having the line say, this is the way you're supposed to go so that I can go, okay, well, let me go explore the other way first. I find that so helpful. It's really <laughs> to helpful. To me as a player. Yeah, I, I agree. And I, I remember at the time people complain, ah, oh, it's holding your hand. Well, whatever. UI evolves and I really like it. And there's other games that do use it. It just isn't enough. Like, uh, yeah, but it's like sci-fi. Like he's an engineer. He has tools. It's like, how do I get to engineering? No, it fits uh, great you know, in the world. It's like know. chat GPT of this world. It's just like you can get to engineering <laughs> by taking the elevator, walking down the hall and going left. It's yeah. like, you know, like it, it, in lore, it it's like completely... I can suspend my disbelief to believe that on these ships, they have navigation systems that point you where you need to go. We're going to have that in real life when AR glasses are a thing. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Those already so, exist in a weird way with your, with your phones and your cars. It's only, yeah, it's right. only a matter of time. It. The future's now. Yeah. <laughs> We're kind of living in this time. So yeah, it doesn't like, take yeah, it away I from take me. A cab and the cabs like follow sometimes annoyingly follows what's on there. Cause it's sometimes wrong, but uh, yeah. Yeah. Horizon Forbidden West does this. Um, I appreciate it for that. It has a, a version of this. Actually, I like it a little more because the line stays longer. I kind of do like that. I mean, I could see playing like a MIDI. You don't want it in Elden Ring, maybe. Maybe you know? not. Although I might. Scott <laughs> might. My, I might. No, I don't know if I want that. There's, we have an email in about this stuff. Like, it's just a matter of suspending disbelief. And probably in a fantasy game, you can be like, oh, the wisps of... Anjabushala. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the wisps wow. of Anjabushala will tell you where you need to go. Yep. Fly, wisps, fly. Yeah. You could show us where Anjabushala is. These probably exist in some fantasy game in that way. I'll bet you're describing exactly a thing that exists. I just don't know. Yeah, what I mean, we already give them like waypoints and stuff like that that doesn't exist in the world. I don't think that there's any reason why they couldn't. But yeah, I mean, if like a laser light comes out, maybe you're like, <laughs> but it's, just, it's a decision. Like maybe there's a game where the labyrinth matters. Like I, I'm fine with Elden Ring using visual cues maybe to find like, you know, labyrinths are fun and no one wants to be guided around a labyrinth. Yeah. Uh, you either so, you may not want to play it, but but if you're okay with labyrinths, you don't always want to have your hand held. I totally get it. But this game yeah. this is the other thing that hit me during my playtime so far, and I'd forgotten this feeling. But this is basically a Metroid game. It's a Metroidvania in a in a very core way for me. It reminds me of the Metroid Prime games in particular, in terms of structure. So you have these crazy, you know cavernous uh interiors that you've got to find your way around there's backtracking there's stuff you can't get into yet but later you will like i don't think people talk about it a lot but these these games are kind of metroid games and i'm here for the reason they don't qualify as a metroid game is you don't get abilities that grant you the access to the locations it's just security it's just gated it's just narrative gated oh that's a good point yeah that is so out of metroidvania in my mind yeah yeah. i have almost universal praise for this game i have one itty bitty complaint that is so close to being a positive i'm not even sure if it's a complaint would you call it beef or no no beef it, it may be beef i don't know i it's one of those things where it's like somebody's giving me a prize 
and it's maybe not the prize I think I want, but I really like it at the same time. Um, so I'll just let you know what it is. Uh, I put this on Twitter. I had a couple people link me to the article. Um, the original Dead Space, if you cleared a room, um, there would be no more enemies in that room ever unless the game forced you to backtrack through it. There's a couple times in Dead Space where you will go through the areas as a story beat that you've already been, and maybe there will be new enemies this time that you sure. go through. But sure. as far as backtracking... If you went back through a room and you've killed the enemies, there wouldn't be anything there to fight you. And so when you would get your security clearance upgrade and you remember like, oh, there were all those level two chests that I couldn't open. Now I can. I'm going to go open those. You'd just be running through empty halls and then you'd go and you'd you'd open them and you'd get them and then move on. Mm. And that doesn't make for the most exciting experience in the world, although you might feel rewarded that you cleared the area of enemies. Um but you would you'd then go and open the chest. This new game utilizes a, some form of like the director from like Left 4 Dead where it has random events that can happen in a bunch of different rooms to kind of randomize the horror so you don't know exactly what to expect. It might be a sound, it might be something failing, it might be an explosion, but it could also be enemies. So that when you backtrack, there is a good chance you will run into monsters and stuff like that, which keeps the scary game being scary, which that part I think is good. Um, the only issue that I have with it is I feel like that is a system that works against exploration, which mm. is also what they want you to do. Because what I found was when I started going back to try and find these chests that I could now open, um, I was using up more ammo and more life to get to the chest than what I got out of the chest. Oh, and I very I quickly went, man, it is costing me way more yeah. to go looking for these materials than what I'm getting out of looking for them. I guess I'm going to stop going off the beaten path and just stick with the beaten path. So I feel like that's a, a smart design decision but it also kind of works against its own design, and I'm not a hundred percent sure. How many which weapons do you decision? Have? I think is the best. Uh, I don't know. I got like eight weapons. Well, got a whole inventory ripper. full of weapons. Use a use a don't waste your shot. Use a ripper. Yeah, the yeah. ripper's great. R ripper is pretty ammo efficient. Like there's ways around that when you're going exploring. Ripper's pretty ammo efficient, and um, the upgraded plasma cutter, the third node. Yeah. Um, on melee, it lets you knock down. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, I don't have it's the pretty third, big upgrade. Yeah, I've and got yeah, only you, the first two on that. Depends what, right at what point you decide to go back to like do yeah. things, but the Ripper is really ammo efficient. I find. Yeah, yeah. that's what I've kind of learned because I don't like the Ripper. <laughs> I don't like it as a gun, but because I've burned through the ammo of so many of my other guns, where I don't have very much, I'm like, well, I guess I got to use this Ripper. And then I very quickly realized, like, oh, you know what I'm never going through ammo on is this gun right here. This one's okay. Yeah. I mean, so, the Ripper, the Ripper's basically a, it's a chainsaw, really. Yeah. It's a chainsaw, but with kinesis so that it floats out in front of you a bit. Yeah. So that it's like, it's range, but still close quarter combat. Yeah, yeah. I think ultimately it is a net positive to find ways to make your scary game scary. Um, I think I... I think maybe for me, the better solution would be, I wish those chests were a little more rewarding because, mm. you know, you go through hallways, you lose half your health. I'll tell you what always gets me. It's, it's not so much the, the big guys, 
the little things that crawl on you, <laughs> yeah, have I have eight. maybe successfully prevented those from crawling on me twice. Yeah, They always get me. I don't know why I can't see them. They're bright white. They make a sound, but they yeah, get they me blow, they blow literally the, every time. They yeah. blow out of the big guys, the big belly guys. Yeah. yeah. They're They'll usually guts. explode out of those. So what you do, and it took me a while to get used to this, is switch to the flamethrower. Flamethrower is pretty good at clearing them out. Um, just if you need a efficient way to dispatch them. Yeah, yeah. I, the I, problem is, is I don't know they're there until I'm, yeah, until I'm done. What difficulty are you playing on? I think I'm just on normal. Okay. Uh, I think I'm yeah. on the default. Yeah. Cause the difficulty I think affects the ammo resources. I was watching Scott play and Scott had like 500,000. Oh yeah. Was, well, yeah Scott's health his... also regens and I can't tell you the amount of times I was like, boy, it sure would be nice if my ammo re- or my health regen. Well, here's right the nice now. thing. I don't know if, if people would call this cheating or not. I really don't care, but if they, if you're hurting, <laughs> move over into that mode, just temporarily till your bar goes up and then go back to the mode you wanted to be on. I guess it does <laughs> that that. is that, cheating, does but that kill fine. your does that kill your achievement? Because you get achievements. Oh, I don't know. Maybe based on difficulty level. I don't one, think he's worried about. I don't it. care about There's achievements. A, there is the impossible, which I contemplated doing, which is make it through the game on hard without dying. Um, if you die, you can still play on hard, but you don't get credit for the hardcore. Oh, you don't get finish, the achievement for it. Yeah, which I think if you finish on hardcore, you get a. I think in the original you get a finger gun. You get like some wonky gun or award for, for doing <laughs> oh, it. Oh, that that's way. right. Didn't he even make pew pew noises when he would shoot <laughs> yeah, it? Like yeah. he'd walk around uh, going pew pew pew. I don't pew, remember pew, that. Pew, Is pew, that a thing? It's it might be in two, but no, I think it's there in was, one. The okay. finger gun is in one. Um so I think I got it. I can't remember. I know I've played the game a lot. Like I'm very familiar with the Dead Space <laughs> ship layout. That's why I was like, this game's pretty much the same. Yeah. Um I'm pretty sure I got it. I don't know. I've definitely there's definitely a finger gun you can get though. Huh. Yeah, I'm not sure awesome. if I got it. It's uh, yeah. I mean, what else can we say about it? It's very good. Uh, I I think that it bodes well for what they may do with it next. I also think this bodes well for EA's posture toward players, at least in this release. I know it's a remake, but it's a full price. Do you want to see them remake two? Yes, maybe three. I would love to see two again. Forward. Three, I didn't yes. play either, but I love two. Um, three is great. By the way, three like super underrated because it got dumpster fired with the microtransaction thing. That, yeah, but it's it barely affects the game if you actually play it. There's there's never a, it wasn't well implemented. <laughs> As someone who's played three multiple times, and the co-op's pretty awesome. It makes the game less scary. It's kind of more of an action shooter, uh, which is fun in its, in its own way. Yeah, um, everyone I know who's played three says it gets kind of unfairly criticized i never played it as soon as they said it's a co-op game i went nope i am not interested at all but imagine you've taken the thing i like about the game and Mm -hmm. uh imagine rather than just watch scott you could play with scott as like i would rather just watch scott because he's going to be more scared by himself like i'm i i'm not opposed to playing three i'm not trying to tell people that they can't like co-op games but like to me, the isolation, the the loneliness, the you're all on your own. Um, yeah, I don't. I, I don't, guess what really I don't rocks, think Dead Space should have been a co-op game. But I guess what really rocks about the third one is the first half. I wish it's not long enough. Maybe like the first third, uh, because your ship is in warp and like it, it sort of falls out, or you, you end up in a ship graveyard. Right. So it's just like endless space full of like derelict. It's not one derelict ship. It's an endless 
pile of derelict ships and it's really fun hopping from ship to ship not knowing what kind of asshole aliens you're gonna find in the next damn ship and some of them are really old like it was just a cool idea but then you do more of the thing on the frozen planet which is fine but i really like the ship graveyard in three like that they should if they remake three they should just make it ship graveyard like just like a roguelike with 500 ships and he's got to survive through. Now you're making me yeah. want that. That's what's right. more fun than one ship, like 500, you know? So, well, yeah. John, you're like a hardcore or Resident Evil fan. Um, those games, especially the remakes, have a similar problem with backtracking where there's creatures. They, you just get more risk reward ratio. Like you, there was, you feel more benefited by going back. And even if you had to deal with two guys you didn't want to or you already killed, you're going to get mm. more loot or something. Like, I think. I don't know. I think part of the problem is Dead Space, at least for me, and I don't know, Bo, maybe you're the same way. Maybe this is just the general consensus. Resident Evil, I'm more likely to run from the monsters. Dead Space is more like, no, you got to find a way to kill them. Mm. Like, it's a game about killing the monsters. I think I've maybe in my entire time playing twice left a room full of monsters and just been like, you know what? I don't need to be even be in here. I can just go. I usually always fight in Dead Space, and maybe that's my problem. Um, But Resident Evil, I I play more. I play a lot safer. I run from most of the stuff. In Mm -hmm. in Dead Space, if you leave a room that they're in, they'll use the monster closets to catch up to you in whatever new room you're in. So they can't open the doors, but they can go through the vents. Oh, right. So even if you don't kill them, they find you and get you anyways. So. Yeah, that happened to me. And I think the game, maybe I'm giving the game too much power here, but I have played through the first little bit of Dead Space Remake a couple of times because I, I played it to make sure it was going to run. Then I played it with my wife because we're, we're doing a video thing together on it. And then I played through again just to have like a playthrough for me. And so there was one like particular moment where it was a scare where you go into an item room, which typically are safe, you know, most of the time. But in this one, I knew a monster broke through the wall and tried to get me. Mm. So I'm in the room and I'm like waiting and I've got the gun trained on it. And I like loot the item, turn back to the wall. There's another item, I loot the item, turn back to the wall. I'm like, I'm going to get you when you pop out. He never popped out. And I was like, well, that's weird. He definitely has popped out the other two times I did this. I opened the door and he was standing right behind the door waiting to come in. I was like, ah, it actually scared me more than it would have if he had popped out of the wall. I don't know if the game recognized that I was hyper-focused on the jump scare and was like, no, we just won't spawn him there. We'll spawn him somewhere else. Or, you know, if something just went weird or wonky, but... Uh, it wound up being really scary and definitely put me in the path of like, well, maybe this game can pull some tricks on me. Yeah, it's good. It's real good. Do either of you see the the animes they did when these were big? Uh, down I did back at the time because I, I was so into Dead Space when I when I played through it the first time. So I know I've seen it. First one was called Dead Space Downfall. Second one was 2010 called Dead Space Aftermath. I liked them both a lot and they are currently streaming for free on tubi plex freebie voodoo a bunch of places um if you had an ad blocker on your browser and you use tubi to watch it it's you'll never get an ad it's great the others have ways around it but <laughs> tubi's tubi's dumb with their ad because they don't block they don't seem to care you can block them so easy it doesn't matter what you're watching on there it's just block ads it's like nothing on tvs obviously you'll have to sit through some ads but but um they're up there and worth seeing i like that stuff a lot 
I thought they were really cool at the time. It was a while ago, so maybe I need to check back in. And you know, we've we've improved since then. The Castlevania. Yeah, it's been a long time. <laughs> yeah. Like that's the crazy thing is it, they're old at this point. Yeah, but, no doubt about um, it. I know at least one of them. Uh, the anime is what leads into Dead Space. Mm. So you you see the Ishimura as it's functioning. You see all the characters from it, and you see how things went down. Oh right. Um, I don't remember if that's the case with both of them but definitely with one of them i'm pretty sure not aftermath but the other one uh it's downfall that's the one where you learn what happened before you got there and isaac's not in it at all it also goes way more into that weird religion what are they called the unitonians or whatever what is it <laughs> unitology unit yeah uni, not unitarians i keep the saying church that. of unitology, unitology. It's yeah unitology. yeah they st- they worship units anyway um they there's way more about them and how they contributed to this problem <laughs> it's really good i i thought at the time um and what do they some, mean by unit that's what i want to know that's right they had a decent cast bruce boxleitner aka tron is in there uh kelly who jeff bennett jim cummings he's cool pretty sure he played um who is who's the uh, who's the Banff character, uh, X Men character? Uh, Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler. It was Nightcrawler in the first in the movie. Um, the the just sort of German looking dude. Anyway, that guy. <laughs> uh, moving on. We're done with that. Hey, so that's exciting stuff. Check out that game. It's rad, and uh, we think you will like it if you give it a spin. It also ran really well. That's the other thing. I didn't have a single glitch with it. Or pro- oh, and it runs on the Steam Deck. I've Steam- had some issues. Oh, you have? Not, I haven't had any. Not nearly what I've run into with Callisto Protocol. Oh. So. <laughs> I haven't had a single issue. Oh, no, that's not true. Carter and I were playing, and it might have been because we were streaming. I don't know. But when the when your ship blows up and you're out on the deck of the the kind of docking zone there, um, that explosion took me down to like, 15 frames for about 10 seconds and it was consistently 10 fr- or 10 frames and then Ooh. it was and then it went away it was fine yeah i've had a couple things so when i had uh hdr on or uh or the ray tracing on sorry mm-hmm. um you know the angry doors in that game yeah every now and then you run into a door that's just mad at the world yeah. and you gotta you gotta slow yeah. it down the first angry door really just destroyed my computer for a moment. I don't know why there was nothing else going on, but just that one door really did it. And there's a cut scene. Uh, it was actually on stream that this happened. There's a cut scene that kind of comes out of nowhere where Isaac gets locked in stasis yeah. and a guy talks to him and that cut scene almost completely locked up my computer. I paused it to end the stream and unpaused it after the stream and everything was fine. Um, so I've had a couple of like frame rate hits that, that were kind of significant or at least jitters here and there, but in general, uh, it has run very, very well. Yeah. It's better than close to protocol and the dude, uh, close to protocol guy who was the original dead space developer, uh, got online and had nothing but glowing compliments for the team who made this remake and thanked them. That's for being nice so, to see. It is you nice to see, see someone being a little sour grapes about it, especially because Callisto protocol isn't exactly getting all the attention in the world. Although I've heard it, it has sold. Um, it still EA, sold EA shut down the studio, right? That, 
Oh yeah, at the time, they were, yeah. They were all, yeah, like you know, I'd have sour grapes about that for sure. But yeah. I, but it this seems like he still wants to make Dead Space, given that he made Callisto Protocol, yeah. which is kind of Dead Space. <laughs> seems like he still wanted to make those games. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, it's you know, and it was it's gracious of him to compliment because they're clearly taking his stuff and or his team's stuff and making stuff with it. Yep, it's about <laughs> to go. Mind. It's gonna go on, I guess. Um, but, all right. Uh, yeah. Then, I'll also one more shout out yeah. for praising this game. The fog is really good. I don't know if everyone has the same yeah, fog experience, but the fog's good. The fog is like really, really, really good. Yeah, this. it's not like that's one place you'll notice the difference if you look at what they tried to do in the old game. It's an old technique of basically an invisible polygon that has an alpha um graphic of some smoke and it's usually pre-generated so it kind of looks samey. This does not do that. It's like dynamic and you can real see time. The, the the light hit it like the way yeah. that fog cuts kind of through. There light, you go, like volumetric lighting. That's what it's called. Yes, that is correct. Yeah, sure, but it's, it's, it's really just, pretty. It, it's visually, you're just like, whoa! I feel like I can smell <laughs> some of this stuff. You know, yeah, it smells like because of the fog. It's yeah, cool. great particulates in the air, all that kind of stuff. It's just. It's really well thought out. And also, the versions of the game we all got have some extra skins, and they're all really cool. I thought I thought the... the yeah, I saw you putting them on, and I was like, don't, it's your first playthrough. You, you can't nah. do it for your first playthrough. I don't care. It's all, I don't just think skins. he's going to have a second playthrough, so I yeah, think I'm you only need gonna to let do him once. do whatever he just, wants to do I feel do like it ruins first. the narrative cohesion. Like, oh, I'm, I'm just an engineer, and now I'm in this alien situation. He, Scott's running around with, like, a bloody crotch. Yeah. And, like... It was more yeah, than like, that. My my antlers entire on, antlers on his head. <laughs> like, <I'm just> like, <laughs> my entire midsection was missing. I was basically a zombie myself. But um, we just did it temporarily, and it yeah, it breaks narrative. But I was it wasn't like I went oh I can't now I don't know what to like. It's fine. It didn't bother. Yeah, me. I know you were fine. It was hurting me watching you. I was like oh, <laughs> my oh. yeah. I'm in the same boat as Bo as far as reasoning because I there's a suit that looks like the Dead Space Two suit in the in the various suits i was like oh it looks so much cooler into like i i'm a sucker for that stuff i know there's some people that like the old clunkiness because he's an engineer so it's not gonna look like he's not gonna look like genji but you put the right kind of curves and lighting on it like they do into and i'm like oh but it looks so much cooler oh it's so cool and so i wanted to keep that on but i had the same logic as Bo where i went yeah, but it's first time. He's an engineer. And I'm going to upgrade the suit, and you do get to see the progression of the suit, which I love. That is something that I, I am a huge sucker for in games, where when I upgrade my suit and it gets more inventory space and whatever you're doing, if that's reflected on me, you get at least three more points in my book. And that's what happens. He just gets more plates. Yeah. Like, the suit doesn't even look that much cooler. It's still basically the same, but they just put more plates on him. And I'm like, oh, I'm here for it. It's good. Yeah. It's so yeah. good. Yeah. I like when it's when they go through that trouble. Otherwise, it's just this imaginary number that goes up. And I don't know. I like the real world effect of it. But the Tron looking one's the one I'm wearing right now, which is not the original suit. Not Tron, but it's like kind of futuristic and has blue yeah light. i think that is the one that kind of looks like the the dead space two is one. that the two one that's yeah the one. that's what i would be running around with if i didn't feel tied to lore and first time experience yeah he's yeah. he and two he has less of the engineer look he's you know sure he adapts over the series to be a little more cool yeah he's a tougher dude Warrior. then he's seen some yeah. shit you know I mean, it's the only thing I'd lament about this game is I kind of want to just do more engineering mini puzzles because I'm an engineer. Like, there's almost there's a little bit too much 
Yeah. I like putting batteries into holes and <laughs> turning valves and stuff. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah. that's the, uh, the whole franchise would be my only criticism would be like, can you give me more engineering, uh, like fake engineering? Cause engineering is not that easy of a job in real life, but you know, video game engineering tasks, please. Mm-hmm. I, I like uh, what they do with like stasis stuff for the puzzles. Yeah. Like, I oh, just want more yeah. puzzles. Like the, yeah. they, they're fine, but they're, they don't, you know, I really want to work out how to get a Planet Crackers uh, engine restarted. <laughs> I feel you. It's a it's a cool game. Good experience. Y'all should check it out. We are now going to dive into this week's Patreon question of the week. Uh, this is from Garrett, not not Garrett Weinzerl, not our friend Garrett, different Garrett. Oh, Says, "Hey guys, <laughs> Bo's all disappointed. Hey guys, love the show and the chemistry. I think he means our chemistry with each other, not." Just chemistry in general. Uh, not the cocaine I sent them. No, like. not that. Uh says, this question is probably more for John, but hopefully you all have an opinion as well. I bought Final Fantasy VII Intergrade without knowing what it actually was. I thought it was just... <laughs> well, <laughs> says, I, thought, a- I thought it was a remastered <laughs> version of the original. I have $70 yep. and low inhibitions. Yep. What am I going to do today? <laughs> yep. Give me something. I don't know what it is. He says he bought it thinking it was a remaster of the original, but boy, was I wrong. I couldn't get through it because I got bored with it. The entire game just felt like filler, not to mention the fact that uh, that to me, this seems like a money grab to break out pieces of the original and charge people for a full price game each time. Maybe I missed an episode where you discussed the game, but if not, I'd oh, be interested sure, what your yeah. thoughts are. Yeah, we definitely did talk about it. Uh, <laughs> it's for sure. Just like that's most remakes. It's like, let's remake something so we have less risk. And why don't we break it up into as many financial units as possible? That's that's pretty much how it's the StarCraft II method, board. man. It's what it's what they did with StarCraft II, and they right and they successfully <laughs> put, pulled it off. They they made you pay three times for what was supposed to be originally one game for three campaigns and pay full price each time. They got you. And I I'd do it again. StarCraft II was it was good. good. Yeah, it was really good. And I'm going to do it for Final Fantasy. Not only does it cost the game price, sir, it's sir or ma'am. Sir. Um, Garrett. Sir. Unless, she, uh, unless her it, name it's is It's Garrett. going to cost me a console every time because I don't buy PlayStations. Well, Tanner, <laughs> it costs Tanner the console, but this time I'm going to have to drop uh, 500 to play the second installment, and I might have to buy a PlayStation 6 to buy the next one. So, I mean... You know, yeah. it's pretty expensive for sure. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I, I I feel his pain. I think I understand what he's saying, and he's not. I guess he's kind of not wrong, like you said, Bowie. That it is kind of what they're doing. But these are big, sprawling I mean, I, remakes. I I, I think if he liked it, he wouldn't uh, be as ticked. I guess, but he didn't like it. I think. Right. I'm a little surprised well, why he was bored. I I didn't find that game boring, although I need to yeah, finish it. I, so, but. I, I'm going to say this. I think that Final Fantasy VII Remake, if the next two parts are of as good a quality as the first one, um, I'm going to like it a hell of a lot more than I like original Final Fantasy VII. Mm. Um, I, I think it is absolutely a better game and a better experience, but I... I can see if you thought you were just getting a pretty graphics remake, being disappointed with what you got. He didn't play the original, though, right? I don't. Right. I, he doesn't say that. He he says I I thought it was just a remastered version of the original. To me, that well, he didn't know what it was. Played it, but so yeah. he said he bought Final Fantasy VII Integrated without knowing what it actually was, which yeah. means 
to me that reads as because I don't I'm not aware of what the going on with the original. If that's true, then he yeah, would be re. I think he's in for the most boring time of his life if he. Plays if you the know what the original is, then you know that this is clearly a remake of the original. <laughs> like this, right. Like, Bo Bo might have a point. What there. is this Dead Space remake? <laughs> I don't you know. <laughs> there was an original. <laughs> like, well, you know, they called this yeah. intergrade, whatever the hell that means. But, um, yeah, I, I fair point. Actually, John, finish your thoughts. Sorry, you were in the middle of. Yeah, well, sorry. I I just think that like you know, to me at least, I, I guess I don't have enough information because I can see Bo's point where you read this and you go, well, maybe he doesn't know what Final Fantasy VII is, and was just like, ah, oh, I got this game, but complaining that it felt like filler to me sounds like somebody that went in expecting Final Fantasy VII and then went, well, why am I running around and doing all this? Why aren't they getting on with the story? What's going on here? And to me, that sounds like they have a familiarity with it mm. um, and okay. are, are disappointed by the experience they're getting, uh, yeah, which I think canonically makes them in uh, in Integrade, they're the ghosty, wispy people mm-hmm. uh, that I call Twitter. Um, that's what I think those are in the game. Uh, cause the, the we've that talked the about this before ghost, final yes. fantasy seven remake. My, Oh, they're on screen right yeah, now. Put there them up. They're, yeah. they're being attacked by Twitter. Yeah, right now. They're, they're, well, I mean, to me, they look more just like haunted laundry. Haunted laundry, Twitter. It's all the same thing. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know. But uh, I'm sorry you were bored with it. I think it's really good. I well, probably the, wouldn't have gotten into Final Fantasy VII period. So, if so I there's a realm, having played Dead Space Remake, John, there's a realm where they could have made it as graphically exactly the same as they did, but preserved the look and feel. Top-down maps, the same battle system identically. Like They could have made sure. the game be like almost identical in play. But yeah. with like Unreal Engine for mm-hmm. or whatever graphics, right. do you think you would rather have it that way? Or are you happy with what you got? No, I think this is better. I think this yeah. is a better way to go. See, like um, I'm not sure. I liked I, what I got, but I couldn't say that for sure. That I now having played Dead Space Remake, that I wouldn't just want an orgasmic graphics version of what I already got. I don't right. make video games. I can't speak to this. I have heard this, so I'm going to repeat it here. Uh, is that if they were going to try to make a just verbatim, but now it's voice acted and all of that Final Fantasy VII with the level of graphics that they want, it would have been an insane amount of discs or an insane file size because of all just how big the script would be and they would have to make significant cuts and all of that. I think what they're doing is more interesting to me than simply a better graphical thing now i think both should exist mm-hmm. i think square enix should especially because it it seems like remake is a sequel of sorts i think they should make a not this level graphics but a graphically much better high def high resolution backgrounds better character models Hell redo yeah. the script the script preach, needs preach. The, yeah. the script needs a lot of work let's give him uh, a cloud strife <laughs> and uh and put that out i think let's both products it. should exist yeah 
I think because I hear the planet crying out in pain. Okay, uh, yes, and I know it's planet. I know it's there. Oh, Shinra, we're here on the planet <laughs> crying out in pain. We need a proper remake. Yeah, what's his name? So I don't know why I'm doing that. I'm just Bane. trying to be encouraging. What's his name? Brutus Blaine Barrett. 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 I always forget Barrett. Barrett's uh, name. Oh, close to Garrett. We got Barrett and oh, Garrett. Barrett that talking about Garrett. Yeah. Be a DLC. Barrett and Garrett. Barrett and Garrett together at last. Barrett and Garrett go to Shinra. Yep. Uh, um, hopefully that answers your question, Garrett, and uh, let us know if you have any follow up on any of that. Um, all right, time to talk about the games we played this week, and these are, of course, the games that we played that are uh, not Dead Space. Okay, because we all played Dead Space. We've talked about it now. We'll talk about other games now. Huge update happened that I forgot was happening, but when it happened, I got all excited, and then I did some really dumb things. Hitman World of Assassination is now a video game. And what that is, it is formerly what you all called Hitman 3, is now a massive game called Hitman World of Assassination. If you already owned it, it just converted to this. If you didn't own it, it's currently on sale at a very reasonable price. You should get it before it goes back up to 70 bucks. It includes everything Hitman 3 had, but also includes Hitman 1, Hitman 2, uh, all of the missions therein. And it includes a brand new mode called Freelancer Mode, which I cannot say enough about this freaking mode. It is so good. I'll get to that in a minute. Um, I rebought this game when I found out this existed. Just well, then just you, so we're on the same page, okay. I did. Turns out we are kind of on the same page because here's what happened. Okay. Um, I noticed that the Game Pass version of 3 converted to this. So I'm like, oh, it's just Game Pass. I'll just play it on Game Pass. Yeah. And I started playing it on Game Pass, and I'm like, I don't want to quit playing right now and go to bed. I would like to have the relaxation of a bed, but continue playing Hitman uh, World of Assassination. And I can't do that from my chair in my office. How am I going to accomplish this? My answer was spend 37 bucks on it again without a save transfer, mind you, after a ton of progress. Uh, buy it again on Steam, where I didn't currently own it for some reason. I have it on uh I have it on Epic's stupid store because back, remember back when you could only yeah, get three that way? Yeah, that's how I have it too. That's why I had to rebuy it because I had it on Epic. Yeah, this is annoying. So I now didn't I, have one or two on Epic. I just had three. And, same. And it's, yeah, it's same. Dumb. It's because we couldn't wait, right? Well, now it's yeah. now I own this game in three places and I paid for it again on Steam so that I could take it with me on the deck. And it is wonderful on the Steam deck. So being able to jump back and forth between my PC and my Steam deck very compelling fun to do that. And I'm playing through stuff I already beat because no tra- save transfers for that stuff, even though I think there should be a way to do that, but there isn't. Um, anyway, it remains one of the greatest sandbox games ever made, like straight up period. Uh, one, two, and three are all amazing. And as a complete package, it's just an insane amount of content. Then they add this new mode, which came out with this change called freelancer mode. And it is basically a roguelike uh, game mode. When I first heard that, I went, oh, do we all have to do roguelikes now? Is this going to be the thing? Like, everyone's got a mode now. And let's, you know, I kind of poo-pooed it. Then I played it, and then I pooped myself. It's so good. Mm. I'm still sitting in the fecal matter I created two days ago when I started playing it again. That's not true. Um, anyway, Freelancer is basically you have a safe house, and your goal, or one of your goals is to to build that safe house out. That includes furniture and shit but also guns and weapons and items and tools that you want to further use but Bo you'll like this from a difficulty standpoint 
and challenge standpoint, the game does not, unlike the other modes, although you can play hardcore modes in the other games, uh, in the campaigns as well, but in this mode, there is no way to save, scum save or otherwise. There's no way to uh, do any of that. So if you screw up and get caught or shot or killed or whatever, you'll return to your safe house and you can go again. You, you basically show up in a bed wrapped in bandages and you're all banged up from it. Um, but you lose your stuff. You basically lose your progress. If you had a really awesome sniper rifle you worked real hard for and you just got sloppy in that mission and you screwed up that that particular campaign, you lost your your awesome thing and you got to get try to get it another way. But like you have long-term unlockables for the safe house? Uh, some of it yes finish and run yes some of it yes the tools the some of the tools yes some of but none of the guns the guns you get your basic little pistol at a unit um but everything else you 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 lose and so i don't need a fancy sniper rifle i have a can of spaghetti you have a can of spaghetti and that's the thing the world gives you lots of options anyway it's just Mm. like you want to collect you kind of want to collect everything right and there's a real challenge there because you can't just save your way through things Um, I think saving your way through stuff in the campaign is also a really fun way to play Hitman because there's this moment of like, all right, I want to experiment. I'm going to save and now I'm going to beat this lady with a, with a tree or I'm going to throw that guy off the ledge and onto the dude who's my target. Let's see if that actually works and I don't get seen. Oh shoot. I got seen. All right, well I'll reload and this time I'll try the can of spaghetti or, you know, that, that experimentation is you benefit from having a save system in the game and a quick one. This this one or this mode gives you none of that. So you just have to be smart and really think about it and use everything you've learned and and they encourage I mean, there's you. a lot of modes in the games too. Those aren't those aren't the only two modes either. No, no, no. There's a ton uh, there's of like oh, other yeah, stuff. There's, there's lots a, of stuff. Yeah. Tons know, of content. My first experiences in VR and the menu was a little like, oh my god, where's what I'm looking for? There's so many game types but the roguelite sounds you know that sounds very appealing oh, it's really good man, so vr much. is the real you've, hard you've mode you sold me so hard on this scott because it's so i good. i well, adore the hitman game these new hitman games they are so much fun yeah. and you get all three games now like for one per like yeah. even that alone you now, own it no... you you already have three because you did the vr thing so you now have yeah. the entire package yeah, and all the ex like because one of the things used to read the comments and it'd be like okay you need a guide on how to buy all the expansion packs like mm-hmm. what to buy in what order mm-hmm. I'm on the page now there's no DLC you buy Hitman three that's it yeah there's two DLC but the, it's just like street art pack and makeshift like it's clearly just cosmetics it's cosmetics like, yeah. yeah and they'll so keep don't doing buy some that. of that but yeah. um yeah so it just seems like boom. You have one. No, it's an buy. amazing value, and I and I want to say the whole thing in total is maybe seventy seven gigabytes, which by today's standards with AAA t- style games like this, with this much content, is kind of small sounding. Um, but the environments are insane. Like I cannot believe there's this feeling when you walk into the an early one, even in one where they're doing a French fashion show. Oh yeah, I think that's literally the first level. It's so good. It's so good and it's so diverse and it's so like I can go up through the basement, I can come this way. Like it's not they're not small places and there's so many people. And you're and it, and when you first see it, especially if you're new to the game, you're kind of you're like, I don't know what to how do I am I going to do this? My target's sitting there in the middle of 300 people. If I kill him in the front of people, I'm dead. If I like, what am I supposed to do? And then the game's like, all right, start thinking. Start thinking what you got to do. Oh, there's a guard who's just out of reach. Throw a coin behind a car. He'll go look at it. No one's looking there. No cameras. Take him down. Dress like him. Now you can get up through security. Oh, there's some really weird shit upstairs you can deal with. Like, 
and it's so detailed. <laughs> like a vampire costume. Yeah. There's a vampire <laughs> costume. You can be a, uh, the one in uh, is it Miami where you're at the racetrack. You can be a, this mascot looks like a big stupid duck or whatever he is. Yeah. Um, but it lets you get into areas you couldn't get into normally. I like the Christmas so event they do on that same map where you yeah. have to murder the wet bandits from home alone. <laughs> yeah. Like that. Yeah. You remember home alone? Did you ever see that movie? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so they they have Harry and Marv as two thieves going around during this fashion show stealing stuff. Yeah. And you have to murder them uh, at Christmas time. And also Santa Claus is there and he teleports around and you can, in fact, murder Santa Claus and dress up as Santa Claus if you want. Yeah. It's Um, in the Home Alone video game? No, no, this is in Hitman. This is their their Christmas DLC. Why am I thinking about Home Alone? Because just they you. named the criminals after the Wet Bandits from Home Alone. <laughs> the Wet Bandits. <laughs> what are Wet no, Bandits? Don't worry. <laughs> oh my gosh, Mo. Don't worry about it. Okay, in Home Alone, I got to explain it because now he's asked. Yeah. In Home Alone, you know Joe Pesci's character and what was the other guy's name? Uh, uh, oh, I just left like, me. Uh, voice from the Wonder Years. <laughs> shit. <laughs> his name. That guy. I know his name. I'll look it up while you're talking. Joe Pesci and the other one. Yeah. Played name. characters named Harry and Marv. Okay, they're called the Wet they Bandits. They called themselves the Wet Bandits, right? Because they would leave the water running in the Daniel Stern. After- Daniel Stern. Daniel sorry. Stern. Oh, that's it's it. like a movie in lore. Okay, that's so. I thought it was like a thing, like a Wet Bandit. Do you know what a Wet Bandit is? I didn't realize. Yeah, you must have seen that movie more recently than me. I don't remember any of that. So they, so they do. They're doing an homage. It's not an official Home Alone tie-in. It's just the the thieves happen to be called uh, Marv gotcha. and Harry, and they I do turn it. the water on in the bathrooms as they go through them. So there, okay. there's they are wet bandits. Yeah. as a matter of fact, but that's that's exactly right. So um, a wet bandit is someone that turns on water sources while they steal. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Canonically. Yeah. Now, put in, it on Urban Dictionary. If you go to, yeah, if you go to clarification. if you want to go to Urban Dictionary, you'll see the top definition is about Home Alone and Marv and Harry. But the very next one, I wouldn't read that if I were you. <laughs> I would avoid those other definitions. Well, I mean, if you read things. it, I won't have to read it. I ain't reading it on the show. Good lord. Yeah, I can't do that. A female, I can't do it. I can't read it. it's as far as he got yeah it's not gonna happen um but there is this other one there's one called the wet bandit a mysterious man who strikes at unsuspecting bathrooms of mainly chinese restaurants and burger kings he pisses on walls and shits on the floor while leaving a poetic note to the obvious nips or athletic high school kids who work there he is generally accompanied by his accomplices accomplices the bedroom brawler and the ass burglar the Wet Bandit's legend is known on a 300-mile stretch of northeastern I-80 as he struck an unprecedented seven times in one day. Uh, here's a, here's it sounds a, like it was written by that guy about himself. He's <laughs> yeah, just like, know. man, it's time to make myself. You know that the Guardians of the Galaxy where he's like, you may know me by another name, Star-Lord. Yeah. Everybody goes, who? Yeah. That's this guy. He's like, he's like I'm the Wet Bandit. Mm-hmm. Who? Yeah. I'm gonna go write it on Urban Dictionary, you guys. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's an it's an it's a. But all the rest of these do not read these. Don't read these. Oh, I read I read the one you didn't want to read. I mean, it's heinous. It's a pro- it fits. I, I don't mean, know if it's heinous. Well, 
It's not hard to imagine. I'm not it's gonna gross. Keep... It's gross. We probably don't want to read it, but it's not like it's also that probably just... happened. Someone probably did that. Yeah, but nobody know. went. Ah, how'd you like the wet bandit I just did? No one. No one's doing that. No, no, you don't use it. You would never use it in that context, right? Like you'd be like, All that right, person's a real wet bandit. Nobody's gonna walk in. No, I'm trying to think. Like, uh, you're, hey. like you're just like, how about this person? <laughs> You know, I like this person, but they're a real wet bandit. <laughs> yeah, but like I you, know, right? I had you had you had the experience too. Yes. What if you're a third? What if you're on a third date, and you say you say, "Hey, Sheila, we've had a good hey, time." You're talking to your bro, your, your bro. You're like, "How was your date going?" It's no, like, I get that, good, but I'm saying if you're with a girl, face, if you're with a girl, know, you're three dates into it, and you say to her, "I think Sheila, a dude could be this too." Well, that's totally fine, but I'm here's my scenario. You say to the girl. Well, not by that definition. I don't think a dude can be that. No, but I think yeah, in principle dude, you could look still not be. as defined, but you definitely can leave Please. shit around <laughs> that you don't get <laughs> too close to telling people what it says. All right, but well, okay. Speaking from personal experience, okay, as, as a dude, it's possible Fair to leave things in a certain bed and breakfast in Boston by mistake. Oh my lord! <laughs> All right, so we're gonna back the camera up. All I'm saying is, if you say to her, "We've had a great time, Sheila." How are you feeling? Oh, great. I really enjoyed our time together. How do you feel about a wet bandit? No one's saying that to anybody ever. Nobody. No, that's not how you. No, that but that's be, not how you that's use, not how you it. use it's it. Not a, it's not a move. It's a state of leaving. It's, it's, a, it's, it's, it's a description of someone. You know how, like, yo, he's a real close talker. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like, a you know, oh, that guy, is Judge Reinhold, he's a close talker. Yeah. You no, to say, me, you know. Yeah. No, I get it. It's it, like calling someone a slob. They leave. They made a mess, and then yeah. they left without cleaning up. That's it. That's yeah, all it it's is. more that it's left there that there was no cleanup. Okay, fair enough. That's a fair point. You yeah. didn't perform a slob. You just <laughs> hung out with one. All right, but you could perform. <laughs> but you could perform a Cleveland. You could perform a Cleveland steamer, right? I think so. And yeah, yeah. Please never do, but you could. And the point is that when you did, I'm I have always been. But curious No one would about ever this. say Scott's such a Cleveland steamer. <laughs> no, no, I know, I know. Well, That's maybe what I'm Carter saying. would because she likes to diss you. No. <laughs> I understand completely what you're saying, and I, I agree with that. What I'm saying is, I this is a whole separate curiosity of mine. Anybody who's yeah, been yeah. with somebody long enough, you have to ask this question. When when is what is the decorum where you suddenly it comes up? You're at dinner, you're candlelight, you got beautiful pheasant under glass, everyone's having the best day of their thing, and you uh-huh. lean over to your to your significant other and go, So I was thinking maybe tonight the Cleveland steamer might be fun. You know what I mean? No one does who? Who does that? No, the, I don't Well I don't. they they meet up on Discord now. Well, someone does that. Wait, wait, no, wait, wait a second. So someone definitely does it because I've learned some other things that happen. Oh, gosh. So for, and that and the other things are way worse than a Cleveland steamer. Worse? So Cleveland's, oh, yeah, way worse. All right. Oh, let, let, Do you want to know? No, no. Scott, just let know. Scott live in his world where Cleveland steamer is the pinnacle of grossness. <laughs> it, is <not. laughs> it, it is not. It is not. All right, I don't want to know what's worse. Like Cleveland Steamer is like dying and going to heaven, and like you just be like, "Oh, this is so clean." Whoa, really? <laughs> so you'd be like, "This is clean." There are part. That's a part of the internet I just have never been to. I just don't know what's worse. That's how, I don't want to know though. Don't tell me. I don't want to know. I mean, I, I don't a lot go of in the rooms, but I, I look in the accident. window. <laughs> I think there's a lot of oops, something happened, and then a month later, hey, remember when that thing happened? Yeah, but here's here's what okay. 
Tezzeret Dynamite. Tezzeret Dynamite. I'm going to take him to task. He says, Scott has limited creativity when it comes to sexy times. I'm sorry, but saying I won't do a Cleveland steamer or I think that's gross is not creatively limiting. All right. No, no. He's saying the the potential of what people can do is is maybe like, do you, you know, do you want me to tell you? No. He said no. No. So there you go. No. So don't worry about it. I don't want to know. It's not a creativity thing. It's just. Some people don't want to know that stuff, and if you don't have consent, then just leave them. I have a friend. I have a friend who works as an ER doctor, and he has described some of the worst things up people's butts. Like, yeah, I had a. They tell you about the the police guy that a friend, well, friend coworker that I had who who said they used a fish in a butthole, (laughs) and the problem with the fish in the butthole. Is that going in? It's fine, but it has scales. So when you pull it out, it rips ev- like you rip everything out. And that was he got called onto site to deal with that. Oh my gosh, dude, that's horrid. That's what he told me. I mean, I can't tell if people are making things up. I didn't validate the story, nor did oh, I try it myself. Can but. you picture somebody yanking? <laughs> you weren't like, how hard is it to get a fish? Can out? you see a guy? Just picture a doctor, an ER doctor, or like a medic yanking on the tail of a fish, and the guy going, "No, no, no, not that." Direction. It's like uh, a, I don't. I think you gotta like. I think you gotta cut it in half. Oh if I Lord. was me, I cut it in half, and then you gotta empty so that you deflate the thing, and then gently pull it out. Oh gosh! But I, he didn't. He didn't go that far. He was just the, f- the first responder on the issue. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he's a cop. He's not a doctor. He's, just, he's like, well, I can't shoot it. Like, <laughs> the first responder. What did they contribute? They went. Yep, that's a fish. Yeah, that's a fish. <laughs> that's, that's it. That's it looks fun going in. Doesn't look fun coming out. No. Sorry, buddy. May just go all the rest of the way. Shove that fish till you hork it up, till you barf it. That's what you do. Yeah. Just yeah. keep pushing. Anyways, you know, fish, Back to the turtles. point. Yeah, these anyway, are all gross Hit things. Man. And um, Hitman. Hitman's great. Um, uh, you can throw fish at people, actually. I did that once. Can you, can you kill people by butt? No, <laughs> butt but you fish. can. Not by butt fishing, but you can knock them out and then go snap their neck. <laughs> Butt fishing. <laughs> <laughs> By butt fish. Uh, it's so good, though, you guys. This game is amazing. I can't wait to play more of it. I'm going to play some tonight. It's just I such a good I don't know. Butt fish could happen in Hitman. There are some weird kills yeah. in Hitman. <laughs> you sure about like, that? Like, some of the... I don't know if you've ever done them, Scott, but, like, one of the mini games of Hitman mm. isn't just to eliminate your target, but it's to eliminate your target in very specific ways. Right. Um, I know one of the maps, uh, and I don't know if I was ever successful at doing it, is you, you kill somebody by making them do DDR, and they oh. have a heart attack doing it, <laughs> really? and they die. And yeah. you have to set up all these intricate little steps to make the DDR machine kill them, but you can do it. I, I know that there's a golf uh, pro that you can get by, uh, he hits an exploding golf ball. Yeah. Like, they put in all sorts of weird crap in the, like, creative deaths, so death by fish up the butt is not, it's not I that wouldn't far say off. it's off the table. Yeah, you might be right. I will, And that reminds me, I'm glad you said that, because in all of my three purchases of this game, um, I have killed the same people in wildly different ways without even meaning to like, and that's just me not even trying to be weird about it. Like the lady I killed in this first level, the first time was just like, Oh, I got her alone. Put two gunshots to the back, lay her on the ground and hide the body. Like that was it. This next time I went through a whole elaborate thing, getting her up to a certain room. She's in there with her bodyguard. The bodyguard looks away. I kill her a different way. Third time, Totally other different way of killing her. She electrocuted herself on a on a wet cord that was laying outside. Like that's what I love about it. 
Nothing. Oh, chat's right. You can kill people with a fish because you can poison people with puffer fish. Yeah, but not up through their butts. Well, right. It gets there if they I mean, eat it. It's getting to the it's butt. It's getting there. You're not wrong, yeah, but that's down through the butt, not up through the butt. Yeah, yeah. and true. I'm not. I'm not walking up in my little police uniform and shoving a fish up someone's butt. That isn't happening in the game. <laughs> anyway, it's so good. Yeah. I can't. That's stop probably a problematic it. thing. I'm sure they have to draw a line somewhere on like sexual assault in those games. You probably would. You're not wrong. Yeah, yeah. It's probably you know, I hate to be a party pooper, but yeah, maybe. They <laughs> Uh, I also you played. You can kill them, but they need to. They need to not be violated before you commit the murder. Correct, sir. That is correct. You're a classy hitman. My favorite kill so far actually was a very simple one, but I loved the the serendipity of it. It was me upstairs in the recording area of that hotel they took over for that rich kid who's also trying to run up, have a band. I forgot the name of yeah. that mission, but he's he's the only one left, and he's up there walking around. And the place is a mess. His bandmates are sleeping everywhere and engineers are all like, they look like a billion ways to kill him. Um, but finally, I'm like, what if I just stand in his recording booth and wait for him to walk over here and see if he just comes in to get, he comes in, doesn't see me in the corner, shuts the door and he goes, all right, we're going to take it from the top, puts his headphones on, leans into the mic, shank right in the back, dead, done, get out of there. No one saw it because he's in this dark, dark little booth. It's fantastic. Such a great feeling. My favorite item in the game is the circumcision knife. Ooh, I haven't used one of those yet. What? There's a there you... there's a brist knife. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you can, you. It's called the circumcision knife. You can find it in a little like I don't know. It looks like a museum. Uh, it's like an ancient circumcision knife, and you can oh. carry it around and you can stab people. Are you it. are you have to be oh. a moil? You dress like a moil to do it, or you just uh, can use? No, it? you can stab anybody with a circumcision knife. Yeah. I mean, you'll get in trouble for it. It's not allowed. No, but, they're, they aren't you happy know. about it. No, you gotta be ready for the consequences. But yeah, mm. it's one of the items in the game. I've also learned a lot about how much you can get away with. Like sometimes, if you get made, someone witnesses a crime, just get out of there really quick as fast as you can. They'll stop looking for you. You'll still be suspect to a bunch of people who saw it, but only to them because no one ever found any evidence that you were there. There's a lot of there's a lot of times in that game where I was always like, well, I'm stuck. I can't get out of this. And it, the game's really good at making your brain like think past the normal, think past what you can see in the room, and think more about what what are what are my potentials here. What can I actually get away with? It's so good. Hot damn, that game's good. Anyway, I'd get it now while it's on sale. If you've never picked it up, everybody, because you will pay less than you would for Hitman Three by itself. And you'll get all of that stuff together right now, and that new mode is amazing. So there's I just want to give a, a quick interruption to the program because Kelnaz in the chat says he's a retired corrections officer in a state prison. Mm-hmm. Got lots of interesting orifice stories. Oh lord! You know Scott's always asking for voicemails. Just saying. That's yeah, we are eight hundred one. Just want to throw that out there. If you got if you got an interesting story to share, we can't guarantee. I guess we'll have to vet it. But you know, we have a voicemail for a reason. Maybe if you yeah. got a funny one, send it in eight hundred one four seven one zero four six two, and I would be happy yeah, to hear the stories. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> Turns out that was the very first thing. Ten hands up the butt. <laughs> they got a guy in the a guy in the station and lock up with ten hands hams up his butt. That'd be the worst. Ouch. Oh my gosh, ten hams. Uh, little hams. Um, all right. I also play Demio PC version of that game on my Steam Deck because I didn't Ooh. know it had Steam Deck support, and it turns out that is a real addictive thing to be doing at night. Uh, playing. I Demio. feel like the game's devolving. It's turning it into off a, as a VR and then it's PC and now it's a Steam Deck. And I'm like, I'm well, here's here's VR what's funny you? about that game. Well, I mean, I think they that's an easy answer, Bo. They want to go where the money is and the money is 
not yet in VR, so they got to expand. But here's the thing. I was playing like randos, just progressing and playing with rando people. And, oh, there's like four new classes. I forgot to tell you. A whole bunch of new stuff. There's a barbarian. It's got this like chain pull thing. There's uh, other dudes. I forgot what they all are. Anyway, uh, when I got into these games, it was always a mix of VR and not VR. So there was like two guys who were, I could see their big VR hands moving around up top and everyone else was on PC. And then the next game, it was like three of the guys were on VR and two of us weren't. And the next one, most of us weren't. You can see their hands on the flat screen doing stuff. Yeah, they're up there floating around. You can tell, you can, you get the same essential experience. I never tried it on PC, so I don't know how it looks. Yeah. Yeah, and the controller support is extremely good. The no one was like scratching their butt clearly or something like that. You know, the hand goes back and you no, but I could tell they were mad at me because I I got one of those bad rolls where I got the skull and I you spin around and then I hit him in all in the face with my magic. I felt bad about that, but wow. I can't control that. That was just wow. That's not your fault. No, that's game. just luck of the draw. But the game continues to be great. Love it on Steam Deck. I'm surprised how well it plays there, and I will continue to do that. And then today I cracked open a new game that I'm not very far in. Uh, the game is called Potion Permit. Well, another horticulture game. I'm going to call this this week's this. Work harder. It's a definitely a, um, it's definitely a, a, a chore core in the sense that it's Stardew Valley style, but you're making potions for people. So instead of the work being farms and all that, it's you've got a place you're trying to fix up that used to be a really fancy magical place. And now that you're there and you got to fix it all up and everything and work with the townspeople, you got to go forage for certain things, certain ingredients, bring them back, build potions out of them, sell those potions, do quests that need potions, that sort of thing. Right now, I'm trying to help the mayor's wife or mayor's daughter is dying. So I'm mm-hmm. trying to build a want to potion the for the mayor's wife. Yep. <laughs> How are you uh, helping her with a potion? It's a it's a really good one of these, I think, anyway. Um, I think the graphics are really great. And uh, might be the the high point of the game, um, but yeah, I'm very early, so I don't have a ton to say. I'll, I'll probably bring it up next week when I've had some more time with it. But it's on sale right now, and I wanted to see uh, I want to see how that game was for a while now. So my oh, and I did like you, Bo. I went and cleared out most of my old. I was never going to play it anyway. Uh, wish list like you did. Last oh, week. beautiful! Yeah. Oh, look at that. Beautiful. Yeah, I went from three hundred. Yeah, I guess it's my turn. I guess I got to do. Get it. on that, John. It was like three hundred and twelve, and now it's down to like one. Three hundred and twelve. You don't have time for all of it. No, you I know. know. You got to reduce. I'm still down reduce, to I'm, reuse, recycle. I'm like one hundred and sixty something. About half of which are unreleased. So that's I want to get notified when those hit, so I can see if they were worth. I mean, I had three but, today. It's gonna it's gonna climb back up. You just got to spring cleaning. You know. Yeah. I feel like I'm going to remove a bunch of stuff from this and then Valve is going to decide to bring back that thing where they buy your wish list and I'll be sad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, that happened. I cleared my wish list just before that happened. Uh, you know. Mm. Really? I didn't but, know that. Was that a thing? Yeah, they they were surprised they gave away like once a day or something like that. They'll buy so many people their wish list. Their whole wish list? Oh my lord. Yeah. Well, I got rid of stuff I just didn't want to play. No. I don't know if they'll ever do that again, though. Maybe it was expensive. That was in the early days of Steam, where wish lists could only be so. I haven't seen that in a while, but I remember I cleaned up a wish list before that happened. I was like, "Damn, you could get so much!" Oh my gosh, that'd be amazing—three hundred and fifty games or whatever it was. But I already have two thousand. I'm not playing. So again, it doesn't matter whether you own them or not. Like with what time? Yeah, <laughs> like three hundred and fifty—three hundred and fifty games. Yeah, it's a game a day in a calendar year. You know, it's a lot. 
Um, and I, I know I didn't go into too much of what Demio is, but I would recommend going looking at that. My three games today were World of Assassination, Demio PC, and Potion Permit. And then, of course, Dead Space. John, let's talk about Final Fantasy fourteen housing. You're still, boy, you're in it to win it now. Well, I got to update because, uh, as you may remember from last week, I was trying to get a house in Final Fantasy fourteen. We talked a little bit about it, about how difficult it is. And I said I'd keep everybody posted. I had bid on a plot of land. I was currently the only bid on that plot of land, and I was excited. Um, somebody else wound up bidding, so I had a 50-50 chance of getting it. And uh, the day came. It was uh, this past Sunday. I logged in, excited to find out if I had won a house. I walked over to the board. Uh, nobody had built anything yet, which is a good sign that maybe I might have won it because nobody had, had claimed it yet. And uh, click the sign, and it said, "Congratulations, you won the plot. You, oh. You've done it. Are you ready to claim this house?" And I went, "Yes, did wow. it." Wow. And I clicked it. Yeah. I noticed some weird text popping up that I didn't. It just felt I was like, "Okay, yeah, I get it. Let me claim my house. Whatever, whatever. <laughs> let's let me let me claim it." Oh, well, um, both of you have played Final Fantasy fourteen, sure. and I think you guys understand that uh, it's a game where reading is a fundamentally important <laughs> skill, so you might assume that I would be good at reading, yeah. and it uh, turns out that I'm not. turns out that mm-hmm. I'm not good at reading at all, because one little detail I missed when I bid for my house was that it was a plot for free companies only, not for individual people. So oh. when I won this plot, I won it for uh, for our guild, which they don't oh. need or want or are interested in. Oh. And um, so you bought an so, office complex instead of a condo, like you just yeah, got confused. Pretty much. Yeah. And uh, not only that, but my company was like, "Thank you, we're not looking." Oh man. Um, now here, here's there's a couple extra sad bits to this. So not only does it mean no house for me, yeah. Um, I was able to today get, uh, get the refund cause you have to wait until it clears until it goes into not claimed, but because you bid and didn't claim property, final fantasy does penalize you for this. This is one of the ways that they try to prevent people from just bidding for whatever reason and, and, you know, not claiming houses and tying up the lottery or griefing, you know, cause you could very easily grief people trying to get houses sure. by going and bidding and going, ha, 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 I made it so they couldn't win. Yeah. Uh, they keep 50% of your bid deposit. If you do not claim the house that you won, Oof. which means I spent, Oh no. 1,500 gil to, find out that I should read more carefully when I do things. In oh my video gosh. Games. Um, your heart was in the right place. You just, you wanted a house. Yeah. And that's a ripoff. Can you get a, apply for a refund? Is there a better business bureau? In- <laughs> I don't think so. I think <laughs> you, you meant to buy it for yourself. Yeah. You didn't, you know, do it clearly, but it's, it's fake money. Like it's not, you know, maybe they could just, maybe a GM could like reverse it for you. Like, I don't know. I'm not going to worry too much about it. It's, it's, I can make that money back. It's fine. Um, I did bid on a new plot. I carefully read this time. I am back in the running. We'll be back here next week. 
where I tell you whether or not I won the new house bid. Um, so we're going to, the saga you've graduated. Continues. You've graduated from the game and become an adult, and now we're looking at buying real estate and settling down. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. So, wow. um, I mean, I am still playing the game in general, but this is the big thing that's appealing and interesting to me right now in the game is is getting a home and doing all of that. And uh, it's fun. And yeah, I learned that it turns out it's important to read. Not only that, but it's a lesson I nearly didn't learn twice because that unimportant or seemingly unimportant text that I said I was clicking through was asking if I wanted to move the free company house to this location and relocate everybody there. And I said yes to it. Mm. Now, the good news is it didn't let me do it because it was trying to take something from a bigger plot of land to a smaller plot of land. And it went, no, do you know how much trouble I would have been in if I denied our guild? It's guild house that everybody's so happy that we got. And Mm. I was just like, nah, sorry guys. Uh, we're not like the that. beginning of a great tale because maybe it was accidental, but then you could become the big villain of the server. Yeah. 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 I just, I, that's how it works. I would just have to be a villain from now on. Garrett and Kyle would have been pissed at me. I would have been in trouble with them because it's their guild. Yeah. I, I would have just, Oh, been no you're in the good. grinding. Oh yeah. shit. You're it in would there. have been no good at all. Yes. Yeah, I kind of wish it happened now. It would have been perfect. That you, you, you would have been the villain of, you know, John yep. the Destroyer. Would've, we would have gotten more like, look at look at core sabotage grinding gear. Look at what they did. They d- destroyed the guild house. It It'd be really kind of sweet if they, they could engineer it so that you could show up in their raids. Scott, why the hell are you showing a different game? Because ESO housing looks Final cool. Final Fantasy discussion. ESO, Was that ESO he's showing? Yes, ESO yes. housing is cool, and I wanted to show it. And before this, I showed a whole video of a of a Final Fantasy lady doing Final Fantasy shit. So we're just giving a little time to our friends at Elder Scrolls Online. We don't need to give them a little time. They're fine. Yeah. And they're also not being discussed. Yeah. Well, I was about to. I just wanted to say because of your talk about housing, I decided to go fiddle around with some of that. This is not mine. Somebody else has got a lot of stuff I don't have, but it's actually not bad. It's pretty fun. It's a, it's a fun yeah. little thing. So you're built. You're building the house too. Yeah, I'm building a little house. Well, it's more of a. I don't know. It's not like this castle this person's got, but I've got kind oh, of a so grotto. I need a guild, and then can you can you spot him for a house? So can have one <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it works like that. Although there is guild housing, and I don't know how that works, but I think I can. You just buy a house. You just you have the gold. Yes. Okay. I'm buying it. I now okay. I now own it. There's no bidding or any of that stuff, which may or may not be as fun. I don't I don't know. But well, that, Black Desert's like that. Like everyone owns the same house. It's just instanced for you. You know. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, John, let um, us know next week. You're gonna let us know if you got it. And uh, yeah, know. I'll let you know. I do. I will read this text that you put in here, though. We got a. I guess we got a text about housing, and I was gonna bring this up because. I was a little unclear as to what happened to maintain home ownership, and I thought, well, maybe you have to pay like a tax or something. You don't. So uh, Tentacle Time Eternal gave us some clarification, and they said, after buying your house, you have to have your character physically enter your house at least once every 30 days. It resets the timer before you just lose the house, or you just lose the house. Mm. They do this because they don't want people just buying houses and disappearing for a few years or sitting on that plot. It does mean, unfortunately, don't take a three-week vacation to Japan or somewhere without some means to log in. Uh, But there's the info. The demolition timer does not count towards apartments or free company rooms. Oh, my God. uh, we, We don't want those... 
what like how many like megabytes of well it's because it's actual like, real estate right like it's, yeah, yeah but I mean, it's, it's, it's instance to you right so if you're not in it just don't open this is it though i thought outside of it it wasn't instance it's not it's only the inside is instance yeah so you have you have got neighborhoods that are actually plotted out on land that is valuable, whereas whereas ESO and others you just buy the shit and everyone goes to the same. I mean, that's like entrance. the same shit in real life where it's like make sure to mow your lawn or the housing association will be after. Except I this mean, version it, is it make is sure you're tricky. providing player population for others to enjoy the neighborhood. It is yeah. tricky with Final Fantasy because a lot of Crazy. things and features in there are tied to its original initial launch. Yeah. Um, where they say like, yeah, we know this is an ideal. This is the system we have. These are the means we have to work with it. Like they have said so many times because everybody goes, you know, your game is more about fashion than even WoW, and yet WoW has a better transmog system than you guys. What's yeah. up with that? And they're like, yeah, we wish we had WoW's transmog system. We literally can't do it with the code that we have. We want to. It doesn't work that way. We're doing our best to try and improve it. Um, is basically their their take on it, and slowly they have. It's gotten better, but they they've basically said anybody that's hoping for what WoW has just transplanted into Final Fantasy. They're like, it doesn't work that way, and I suspect this is the case with housing yeah, as well. Yeah. I hate, given that I've been game programming for all of one week. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Let's hear from a professional. <laughs> I feel I feel like that, that that's some horseshit right there. <laughs> I don't they think probably, it's horseshit. They need to pay labor. Someone needs to solve the problem. Well, they could. Like, there's uh, no, there's no every reason. Every item has a, a probably an identifying ID and then an ID, and then they just need to mark it with a different visual. Like, under the hood, maybe it's spaghetti code, and it's a disaster down there, and that's why it's hard, but... Uh, yeah, that's it. Just seems like it's not that right. hard. I'll tell. I, I'll have Yoshi P. I, yeah, he's a close personal friend. I'll have him call you, Bo. He probably he might listen. Needs, he probably needs to hear from your expertise. Yeah, I'm I think sure it's the only. I think their team of listen. programmers can't figure this out, but they'll. Uh, Here, here's what I. Here's what I. We're know. the only show that tells him not to hurt himself. Oh, that's oh true. God. We are the. I'll only be one. like Yoshi P. Let me hook you up with a guy who could make vampire survivors <laughs> in an hour. Um, he'll fix your housing <laughs> problem. Real quick. Here is my. Here is what I know for sure. I know that it's more complicated than that. It always is. And if you talk, how to- how, how mad would John be if I went to go work with Yoshi P? Like I said, I, I that actually worked. And I'm like, guess what, guys? I can still do core, but I'm going to work for Yoshi P on Final Fantasy. John would be like. Yeah, but here's what would happen. You would get there and realize you'd get there and see the spaghetti code and go, oh, okay, yeah, this is a mess. I can't do that. Like, I don't, like, there's no, no, no way I, it's that I, would, I wouldn't be able to tell. I'd be like, okay, yeah, sure. I'll, I'll, I'll be your, this. I'll be your reference, man. Put me down. I'll be like, he could make vampire survivors in a couple hours. <laughs> he thinks Elden Ring is really easy. And what more do you need to, what more do you need to know about this and, guy? And you guys are being crybabies about a transmog. Do system. you have any lakes adjacent to your office? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I need. I'm sorry, and then for real this time, Yoshi P is going to finish himself. It won't get delivered on time, and he'll be like, I, I, "That's yeah. it. Time for seppuku." That's <laughs> the reason for eight more apology videos. Yep, yep. Eight more apologies, and then he then he kneels down with the knife. And that's I'm really sorry. We hired Bo. He is a man without honor. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, a big mistake. It's an interesting concept, though. Like, you know, WoW has similar answers when you say, "Where's your housing system?" or "Where's your insert system here?" and they are either like, well, that's five years of development or 
we don't see the value for the five years of development. Like that's where it's complicated. Could they could they revamp the whole thing and make it? Yes. Are they willing to eat that? Probably not. You know, they're not going to get a big swell of new users because they went and changed it so John doesn't have I to mean, wait I'm for a bit. I'm just saying if Blizzard came forward and was like, sorry guys, we can't do a transition, a transmog system, the player base would be like, you know, dump, dump, dumping on them, right? But yeah. you Final Fantasy players are so nice to your developers. <laughs> well, well, we'll get, we'll get to it. Not always. We'll get, we'll get there. It's in other news. Oh, oh. Uh, I saw on the Grinding Gear podcast, they were saying Final Fantasy 14 drama. Yeah, there's some drama. We got we'll some talk juicy, about uh, Hey, don't give those guys free advertising. They can they can advertise their own damn podcast about video games. Take take that, f- friends of ours who we like, and I'm just teasing, and I, I take it all back. Their yeah, show's but it's good. more of like a Final Fantasy and Friends kind of deal. No, that's We're true. more like... FF and F. Urban more Dictionary like friends slash and sometimes Final <laughs> Fantasy. Also, Urban Dictionary slash video who's, games. Yeah, who's yeah. pooping where? Yeah, we're covering the whole gam- gamut here. Um, let's who's move on to where and video games. Both speaking of this stuff, this Godot or Godot thing, um, I uh, there's a new game. I, I tagged you on it on Twitter. I'm not sure you saw it. But yeah, I saw. New, I saw. That looked I, awesome. I liked it. I didn't have much to say because there's lots of games made with it, but it is. It is. Yes, really good. It looked really good. Anyway, so tell us what's the progress. What are you What are you doing in there? Oh, like I don't have any any uh, show and tell today. No. So whatever Scott's showing it again is not. No. He's showing it's Elder slipped. Scrolls online. No, I'm not. <laughs> this is a. This is a, somebody's doing a, a an open Someone's world. Someone's showing game. their mesh, uh, their environment. Mesh yeah, and he's making an open world action game, and he's showing off his mesh for his world and. Yeah, and I didn't even know great. this engine could do this shit, so it's kind of cool. Yeah. Well, Godot 4 is going to have Vulcan, uh, which, depending on which uh, Godot nerd you talk to, is either amazing or is not really going to solve Godot's underlying problems, blah, 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 blah. But um, for me, so I've um, I've exhausted the, the, the free stuff on the Godot docs in terms of the GD script and learning about the nodes, and uh, there's actually some pretty good creators out there, and one of them has a full tutorial site. So... I dropped 80 bones on some tutorial materials and I've been going through the lessons. Um, so I don't really have much to show or, or to, to discuss because it's really just, I did a lot of UI business and I'm learning about uh, dictionaries like data store types that haven't worked with much and how to manipulate them in a video game context. Uh, but, you know, I did a dialogue tree and did some voice and like just been working on my lessons. Really what I sort of realized, I wanted to go out and do something crazy, but I need more foundational knowledge. Uh, so that when I, uh, game development being pretty much problem solving, probably all programming is that, mm-hmm. um, knowing what tools are available is just important. So I've just been kind of going through and the lessons and just gathering knowledge and not really, you know, people are like what game are you making or, you know, what do you want to do with it? And it's like, I, it's way too far ahead of where I'm at. I think realistically, it's just practice, so that I understand. And like, it's coming, it's coming along. You know, there's there's vector types, and that I have to get my head around, which I think I have. And there's um, uh, referencing other. This is all like I could talk about it, but it's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> but referencing other like nodes and scenes using variables, and then manipulating it in the array of the dictionary is like kind of what I've been focusing on. So it's just um, Dead Space Remake kind of got in the way. I was kind of hoping, because as I do the lessons, I'm like, let me just make my own shit for fun mm. and have something fun to show on the show. Yeah. You know, but 
uh, didn't have time. So well, I can't wait to see what comes out of it. I love this kind of stuff. So I mean, I kind of it's been interesting. It's kind of like its own video game in a weird way, where it, you know, it's just but it's like a learning thing. I don't mm-hmm. know. I've just been enjoying it. It's been refreshing. I've been having a hard time with drama YouTube, mm. and like the past couple of months, play a game and put on some sort of stream that tells me stuff, and I'm just like, why do I know this stuff? I don't care. So it's been kind of nice to just sort of bury my head in something creative and fulfilling. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's good. Well, uh, can't wait to see the results and always good to learn new things anyway. I'll be updating every week as long as I keep, you know, so so long as it remains within the field of interest, you know, like, I don't know if in three weeks time it's going to be like, whatever, but, um, I'm enjoying it so far. What if you, what if you're working away and you're like, oh man. I just figured out how to solve Final Fantasy's stupid housing issue. That uh-huh. what if it comes from this? And they it might. You We're never know. The future. Yeah, Gal Gadot. Or sorry, Gadot. well, I mean, it's the transmog issue we were talking about. I don't know how to solve their housing problem. It sounds like that's more of an economy thing than anything else. Like, yeah, like you could just instance the housing instead of the neighborhood. Problem solved. Transmog took a long time for Blizzard <laughs> to do. I wonder what held them back so long because that took forever. Partly, I remember part- Greg Street talking about it, and he was there when they implemented it. And I remember him saying they were shocked that it was popular. Yeah, they 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 didn't and know people were going to be into that dress. I was dude. shocked that they were shocked. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think Greg Street is awesome. He's a very nice, smart person. But like, we were surprised that people want to change how they look in the video game and might want to have some onus on their character in this role-playing game. It's like, you think? Yeah. Like, oh my gosh, that is the... That surprised what? me as well. I remember that as <laughs> like, well. Like, you guys were shocked by this, yeah. really. To me, to me, it's akin to them being shocked that people want to play classic. Like, of course, there were people that wanted to do that. It's not everybody, but there were people. And it's not everybody who cares about transmog, but a lot do. And their system's really good. Their transmog system's great. It is um, second to none. Yeah. I, I mean, I haven't played every game ever, but I don't know of a single game that does it better. It's very, very simple. Um, and they just added, was it this most recent patch? I got to go look. They added two things. Trading post. Yeah, they added trading post, which is a ton of, it's, it's focused on cosmetics. Um, but also they added uh, whites and what's the other color of, goal, of uh, gear that's not good? Um, grays, Gray, I guess. Gray. Gray whites and, and grays. Or greens, maybe? Maybe that's it. Anyway, stuff you couldn't transmog before is now transmogable, so they've, they've gone even further with this latest patch. I have not messed with it this week. look however you want at this point. Yeah. Which is probably fine. It's prob- It's I an do, MMO. Why wouldn't you? I do wish it cost less gold every time you wanted to do it, though. That's I mean, that's the beauty about when it's the transmog competition. They make it all free. They should just make it free Just make time. it free, yeah. I, I, well, or just or put in a gold sink that like a big gold sink that lets you do it for free, like on a on a mount or. Oh, someplace. I see. Yeah, that's good. You know, I something that. like that. Yeah, but, pay once and you never get a worry pass. about it. You, we pay a one gold sink pass for thirty days of free transmog. Oh no! Don't do it. I mean, a I think the only negative side to WoW's transmog is just how ugly armor in WoW is. <laughs> this sounds like a Final Fantasy uh, uh, expat. Or somebody who 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 left for greener pastures. Yeah, and you know what? It's really true. Mm. Like, mm. not to say that you can't make yourself look good and wow, but uh, like outside of shoulder pads and hats, 
you are wearing something that is basically or oh, and belts because now they've got dangly bits in front of your crotch as yeah. a new technology. That's true. But like you basically have something plastered to your body, skin tight. That they've just done various different levels of pretending that there's armor there. Like I really would love you. You want to get me back in WoW? Come up with a way to make armor look interesting and cool again, and I will. Well, sign they, me up. My guess is this is one of those things they would have too. to go through the spaghetti of code and and revamp a ton of things to make that work. But I would I wouldn't mind it. I'd be great. I'd take it. I'm sure the stuff's on some wall on some whiteboard somewhere, and they just yeah. like it's way down the list. But it's on it's on the WoW two whiteboard. Yeah, the sequel to World of Warcraft, the yep. new MMO and Unreal Engine five. It's coming. Yep. Oh man, it's right there in that office. You guys heard it first. Scott's face to see if I'm like, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just test him. No. <laughs> what did Chris tell you? I bet he would. <laughs> if that Warcraft was true, franchise, Scott. If that was true, probably I can't imagine him ever telling me that. We have a lot of trust between us, but I don't. I just can't imagine he would. He's dare like, say I've heard it. Scott say no spoilers and then spoil something immediately. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna tell it. him about it. I've done it before. Well, I've been Scott's really good. good when he when it, Scott is good about these things. I tend actually. to be like in his case when he was coming back to Blizzard. I knew about it for three months before anyone else knew, and I kept that a big damn fat secret the whole time. Yeah, yep. Scott's good about these things, but. Just- I still don't trust myself sometimes that I might slip it and I would feel it's really with his bad. Own, it's with his own things or with like things that aren't that important. Like, right. you know, if you, if I maybe told Scott, I got chap lips and was embarrassed about it. I'd be like, how's those chap lips? You know, like, yeah. And then you'd be like, Scott, I, I told you not to say it. Yeah. Yeah. But he, we, you know, nothing actually like he's got good judgment. So I'm trying to say, yeah. I'm glad to hear. Got good judgment, Scott. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, we're going to take a break when we come back. It's uh, going to be time to rip through some other news. We got a dear Martha all queued up. We got some voicemails, a great mashup, some other cool stuff. So stick around, go pee, whatever you got to do, and we'll be oh, back yeah. in a by, minute. By the way, the Dead Space remake draw, right, yeah. for the listeners? Because oh, yeah. we got a lot of people in there. Stick around. Stick around. You're going to get a free copy of Dead Space potentially at the end of the thing. Not everybody gets one. One of you does. But if you want to be counted among the possible winners, stay tuned. What's up? It's Kaylee Cuoco. When it comes to travel, we all have a happy place. I just went to my happy place. I just went to Maui, and it was truly amazing. Priceline has always been about getting you to your happy place for a happy price with deals you really can't find anywhere else, like up to 60% off select hotels in Costa Rica or five-star hotels for two-star prices in Cabo. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, everybody, we're back. Thanks for uh, hanging in there with us. And now uh, we're going to dive into Dear Martha. If you've never heard of the Dear Martha before, I mean, it's gone through some changes in its lifetime. But right now it's this amazing review of old magazines. And, uh, John, we're just going to go for it unless you have anything special you need to do here. Nope, nothing special this week. All right, here we go. My dearest Martha. I write to you this week about GamePro. I just want to say that up front. Not a teenager's wet dream of a magazine. Not a Canadian bit. Not some obscure mini-magazine. But the well-known and respected GamePro. Specifically, issue 119 from August of 1998. An issue that features a very real image of Stone Cold Steve Austin, clotheslining a very fake depiction of The Rock. I guess that's because The Real Rock is busy, also being on the cover down at the bottom. 
<laughs> it's weird. He's on there twice. So, I know I razzed Flux last week for being overly horny, as if the magazine invented the concept in gaming. And I will clarify that it was not just them. This period in gaming leaned quite heavily on the allure of nudity to sell things, and GamePro was no different. In fact, it's literally only page 4 where we see this ad for Turboprop Racing, where they decided the best way to sell a boat game was showing it blow the clothes off of attractive beachgoers. <laughs> anyway, for this letter, I just I want to just provide some quotes, observations, or write-ups that haven't aged well or at least amusing to me historically. Let's start with wrestling. GamePro proudly featured an interview with Steve Austin, Triple H, The Rock, Mick Foley, and China. Knowing now that The Rock is one of the biggest actors in the world, though, I found it funny that when they asked him what he'd do if he didn't wrestle, he said, politics. <laughs> but I think the real star is this answer. GamePro asked the extremely classy to ask your, about your co-worker's question of, who is sexier, Sonny or Sable? The Rock's response was, The Rock feels like this, and you can put this in bold print. The Rock couldn't give two pieces of monkey crap about either one of those two chicks. <laughs> and just cool. to be clear, this was actually the classiest answer to that question. Another funny thing was this big write-up about all the hottest games of E3 that year. Obvious top choices like Ocarina of Time and Perfect Dark were listed, but I did get a kick about seeing Superman 64 listed among them. At least they included the line, The gameplay was still early in development. <sighs> it always will be, GamePro. It always will be. They also wrote a blurb for 12 Tales, Conker's Quest, the game that would go on to be Conker's Bad Fur Day. But at this stage of development, it was described as such a cute action platformer that you may shy away from. How cute? Pour a pound of sugar on Banjo-Kazooie and you get Conker. You know, the game that would later go on to have a big singing piece of shit. <laughs> The final piece of irony I'd like to point out is their Mortal Kombat 4 strategy write-up, Part 2. That's right, Part 2. You had to do two parts to a Mortal Kombat 4 strategy guide. I can give you a Mortal Kombat 4 strategy guide in five words. Don't play Mortal Kombat 4. <laughs> All right. I feel like I've skipped the ad of the week section too many times. So, before I go, here's this. It's a man playing golf out of his cat's litter box. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I included it because it made me laugh. That picture's wild. <laughs> He's hitting the cat. <laughs> the joke isn't great. Easier on your home than the real thing. It's not terrible, but it's not great. There's just something about the look of the cat and the thought of how this all played out that really got to me. Anyway, that's it for this week, Martha. Remember, the real game pros were the friends we made along the way. 
Yours in time, S. Beckett, 98. That's a wet bandit right there. Yep, there you go. <laughs> that cat's probably named Bandit for all we know. That's amazing. Uh, I can't... Why? Who did this game? Hold on. Fox Sports Golf 99. Sports games. Fox Attitude, it says. Oh, that's lame. <laughs> all right. I, I don't know why that ad got to me, but it, it's... You it's know, great. maybe the he's, first time looking at video game ads that I started laughing. He's, just he's, looking swat, at the he's swatting so powerful in the dirt trap of the, is the cat litter that the cat is going crazy. He's yep. getting fired out of there. Pretty nutty. All right. Well, that's all well and good. It worked on me. I don't. I thought I didn't. I wasn't sure where you're going to go with it. Like you know, whoever laughed at this is an idiot, and I'm like laughing like. <laughs> no, I was with you, man. I was with you. I looked at it and it made me laugh. I kind of want to play. And that then game. I had to write why I thought it was funny. I was like, I don't know. It just is. I can't yeah. tell you. What system was this for? A PlayStation. Okay. I'm curious. I may try to emulate that game and see if it's any good at all. That golf game. <laughs> just because the ad was enjoyable. Yeah. Let's see if there's a cat I can hit across the the world. You know. It worked on us. They should do more ads with like this, like for World of Warcraft. This guy's poor Thralls apartment. Punching a cat. Out of it. <laughs> this guy's poor apartment, though. Imagine what his apartment looks like or smells like with all that cat shit everywhere and the cat litter. Yeah. Gross. Yeah. Like they did a good job with the texture mapping on the kitty litter. Yeah, they did. Good job, uh, Fox Attitude Sports. Imagine that with ray tracing. Oh, my Lord. That, oops, why did it say beef? Anyway, that's not what I was supposed to play. This supposed to play this. Hey, look at that. It's time for some other news items that happened this week. Not a ton of news like we mentioned, but there's a few things. For example, a new Ultimate comes out of the Final Fantasy fourteen War on Mods grows. What does this mean? What is this? Is this the one everyone's oh, freaking out about? What? <laughs> Scott just read it all as a big word jumble. So if you didn't follow that... Um, <laughs> basically, uh, Ultimates are basically the, the hardest difficulty content in final fantasy 14 and uh, as a result it does tend to appeal to the race to world first uh players sure and as usual people did it yeah they used mods which are not allowed in yeah. final fantasy 14 yeah. cheating yeah. and they they got in trouble yoshi p Usually one for apologies, as Bo likes to point out, wrote a letter saying how deeply disappointed he was in the Final Fantasy XIV community. Mm -hmm. um, but yep. I will say what I like about this is this is the best they've ever done at punishing the behavior. Because not only did the people who modded the game get in trouble. Yeah. But even if you were just a part of that run, so you played, you did your job fair and square, but somebody on your raid team modded, mm -hmm. they deleted any items you won, they removed any achievements you earned, and undid any quests you completed. And we're like, wow. nope. They reset everybody involved with modding, and they made it clear that this is probably going to be what they will do going mm. forward. Wow. Good for them. Yeah. Because of the same week that guy, that Donkey Kong record holder guy has come up again, apparently a, a photo Mitchell. surfaced yeah. Yeah. of the machine he was mm -hmm. using, and it's a modded joystick on the machine, allowing for more diagonal movement, which mm -hmm. apparently it doesn't have. Mm -hmm. So yeah. you know, even more evidence has come out that, that 
I don't know his name, but you can Billy tell Mitchell. by his. Yeah, the guy from King of Kong. Yeah, it's Billy, uh, it's yeah. Billy Mitchell. His, Billy Mitchell yeah. is his name. Billy Mitchell, yeah. yes. Yeah, Billy so, Mitchell. you know, the same week that Billy Mitchell's getting roasted for modded equipment, uh, we're kicking out Final Fantasy wannabe pros. I have a clip of uh, I have a clip of um, the reaction from Yoshi P. Do you want to hear it? Is it right yeah. here? This is what he said. Please stop telling me to calm down. That was him. <laughs> He's really his English is amazing these days. Really good it's stuff. Really good. Yeah. He had, well, he has to keep telling people to stop freaking modding the game yeah. and cheating. Yeah. Although, like, uh, I like mods in general. I sort of appreciate it from the world fir- first perspective. Right. 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 It feels like it should be the pure. If, if you're not modding in World of Warcraft world first, you're doing it wrong. Like yeah. you have right. you have to do it. I mean, there's an argument to be made that if you want to play professional hockey, you need professional equipment. Can't go out there with two you know, cement blocks on you know you can't any old skates will do. You need proper sure. equipment. Sure. But I don't know. There's something well, I'll about tell you one yeah, major but... difference about how Final Fantasy does their their high difficulty versus what you know, World of Warcraft and a lot of other games tend to do. Their ultimates are considered extremely hard. Not a lot of people are going to complete them. It is a very long fight, a very elaborate fight, but they have a development team that beats it in-house to confirm that it is achievable, unmodded, by players before that thing goes live. And they bust their ass to do it because they're not pro gamers. They make the game, but that doesn't make them good at it, as many developers will tell you. I just made it. And they have to beat it in-house before it goes out to people. And I can see a lot of frustration in the, we took the time to create this thing, to make sure it was hard, to put in all this effort. We didn't just go, yeah, statistically speaking, we ran a simulator and this is beatable. They had to bust their ass to beat it so that yeah. other people like, could do it. it was like and now people are like, yeah. we got to do mods. Yeah, yeah, it was a little shots fired. <laughs> so I, Take that, I, Ian. You say the words, we ran a simulation of the raid to ensure it, and I just immediately picture that face. So beautiful. <laughs> 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 That's my word association with Ian, is the running simulations for raids. Yep. Um, yeah, so then I would, I think then it's understandable that it would feel like cheating if you designed it that way. I wonder how many game delays happened as a result of this testing practice by the way oh yeah uh, i don't question. know that's a good that's a good question like we can't beat it you're gonna work day and night <laughs> to beat that raid <laughs> do you know if uh the blizzard beat it the, you're not going home you're not gonna see your family till you beat do you, the raid do you know if blizzard okay, testers three raid teams whoever doesn't beat it this week you're fired yeah <laughs> do you know if blizzard testers or devs have to beat mythic stuff i wonder I don't know. I think a lot of that stuff is done. I well, I know that they have worked with like the the teams that do race to world first. So I think there is some in-house testing, but obviously for the race you can't bring in the raid teams that are going to be running it to play the game for you. No, that's true. Um yeah. I know they do a lot of sim stuff and I know they've talked to people before. I don't know if they have to do in-house clears or not. Hmm. But I know they nerf and change bosses in the middle of the race to world first, which you they don't do in Final Fantasy because they know it's beatable. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, they have done it, but they've done it because they're just like, yeah, people are having a raid way too hard time with this. I don't think they do it for ultimates, but they've done it for Savage. Sure. Oh, oh I love. Savage. I like their name, Ooh. Savage. That's cool. 
I like that. Savage difficulty. Savage and ultimate. Um, What's another one? Right. Is there another one, or is it that granular? Or is that it? Normal, savage? Um, I don't remember all the difficulty names. I'm a scrub. I just play it on normal. I know my limits. Yeah, you know I feel like mods are up. fine on that, those difficulties. I just think, yeah, the competitive mode. I don't know. There's some. There's some. There's a, a purity to non-mod competition, right? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I just like no mods in general. I hate, I hate maintaining mods. I hate it. It annoys the crap out of me. Uh, Japan did a thing on the 26th, actually, or is it the 31st? The January 31st right. has been. So two days ago, three days declared. ago, whatever it was, declared Final Fantasy Seven Day. Yeah, like recognized by the government, not just like the company saying it's May the 4th. Like yeah. Japan, the country's like January 31st. Y'all are celebrating Final Fantasy Seven. <sighs> y'all. Not eight. <laughs> <laughs> Better not see anyone out here with no eight. This is fine. It's you bring a day. gun blade to this day, you're in jail. We're going to jail you. Do you think there's anyone over there just freaking out, petitioning the government, going six is where it's at? What's the seven garbage? You know? They should. Six is better than seven. Yeah. Why don't you just call it Final Fantasy Day? Just Final Final Fantasy Fantasy Seven has particular cultural significance over the other games. Over there or in general? Well, over there. Probably in general. In general, too. Yeah. I just feel. I like mean, you, it is it is the one remake or re-release that's getting three whole games, like you know. Well, <laughs> yeah, it has movies. Yeah, yeah. that's it's, true. No, you're right. You know what? It is the significant one. If you're pulling one out, where you're like, that's what people think of. That's this is the one. As much as people may say six or whatever is better as a game, yeah. so it's just fun. I just yeah, I kind of want to celebrate that day. I'm just like, what does that right. mean? Like, what do we great. do on Final Fantasy VII day? Well, you don't. You I don't know. They didn't give us a lot to do. We could play. We could power wash Midgar. They put I want power wash uh, yeah. DLC yeah. Uh, in Power Wash Simulator. To, you can wash Cloud's motorcycle. I want Materia. To. I want there to be like Materia candies. Like you keep the Christmas tree up and you hang Materia off of it instead of Christmas balls. What are they called? Christmas balls. Uh, yeah. Oh, uh, they have a name. Uh, Christmas uh, balls. Uh, ornaments. Is that what Orn- you mean? Ornaments. Show me your Christmas balls. Show me your Christmas balls. What is this word ornament? I've only ever called them Christmas balls. Oh, that reminds me that that weird hell or that uh, David Harbor uh, kills everybody. John Wick style Santa Claus movies out now on streaming. I gotta watch it. It's that. great. Yeah. I loved that movie. I had a great time with that. Movie. I have a feeling I will really like it. I'm gonna watch it. It feels yeah. a little weird watching it outside of the holiday, but I don't know. Not that weird. I'll watch it. I watched it on Christmas Eve night. Oh, well, then you did the right thing. Me, <laughs> so me watching up it on, late. No, I was yeah. like, I'm going to watch this. this me watching it on the 3rd of February is a little bit weird, but I may still do it. Uh, let's see here. Redfall requires always online and a link Steam account to even do the single player. So if you were hoping you could play some offline uh, uh, Redfall, bad news. You can't. I don't this feel like this should shock people us. people think... It's something other than a Left 4 Dead style game. I mean, yeah, good point, actually. I hadn't thought of it that way. I just, I feel like in 2023, this sort of thing shouldn't surprise us anymore. So many games do this. This has been a big discussion in our Discord, actually. Um, And I'll, I'll reiterate what I said there to a degree, which is, I don't think this makes or breaks anybody's purchase. Like... Maybe it's the straw that broke the camel's back, but I don't see anybody that just went, well, I was going to get it, but if I have to always be online, no. Mm. I don't think that person exists, but 
I, I do think that in general, most people probably don't like this. I think personally, I don't really care, but I would I rather a game be able to be played offline? Is especially single player? Yeah. Well, bad news on the Hitman front because that freelancer mode, all the other modes are fine, but the freelancer mode is requires an online connection. And that's the it. thing. It's not going to stop me from playing it. It's not going to stop me from enjoying it. Um, so it's not a deal breaker for me, but uh, it, is, it is a little weird. The Steam account is odd that because is that's weird. going to be a, you know, that's going to be a Game Pass game. We do know that Apparently, getting Steam and Game Pass to work together is a bit of a feat from, you know, Bo and I did the Cowabunga collection together, and that was a journey. Um, there are some games, uh, Dark... Why can't I think of it? The, the Dark, uh, Dark Tide. Dark, Dark Tide. Tide. Yeah, Dark Tide. Doesn't currently allow for it at all and has said, we don't know if it's ever going to happen. So maybe this is tied into that. Maybe this is a requirement to allow that to happen because they're like, look, we just got to find a way to make it work. Um, but well, I keep, don't know. keep in mind, you're only, they're only saying if your account is odd, right? But, but you have to, if I'm playing this on a series X, do I have to have a steam linked account? No, but if you're on PC, you do, but on, but if I'm playing on game pass PC, I have yeah. to link it to steam. That's probably why. Yes. Cause they want cross play there. There's something there yeah. about that. They got, well, I mean, we should probably get our pro developer Bo over there to explain on a better way to do this because it does seem a little weird that this is the solution they have. And I would think that there would be a better way to make it work. That's but, easier. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I, I, that's my best guess as to why that's a requirement. Yeah. The internet connection part is annoying, but a thing I've come to just, I mean, not since Diablo 2 was the great freak out, or 3 rather, was the great freak out of all time about online all the time. Like that just seemed insane to people back then because nobody else was really doing this yet. Now they all kind of do it. So it's not that big a deal. It's okay. And by the way, if you turn off online mode, well, here's the other thing. I was having trouble staying online because the Hitman servers are getting hammered because everyone's buying this thing and getting excited about this new mode. And it was causing disconnects. That's when I have a problem because that's not my fault. It's not even my ISP's fault. It's their servers can't handle it. So I don't think I should be punished for that. That's where I have an issue. And the same is true as if, you know, Blizzard, when Blizzard was having their problems with Diablo 3 servers on day one, that was a Blizzard problem, not mine. And it was yeah, annoying. Yeah, don't bring those characters back to life if you're playing on hardcore mode. Exactly. You know? Oh, my gosh, So, dude. like, yep. I... I it needs to work. It's sort of like the Fortnite events. I think limited time events are cool, but you need to be able to engage in them. If if you can't allow for that, then it is a bad idea to do limited time events. If you can't let your player base all do it and experience it, so yeah, I you know it would be the same principle. Always online is fine as long as it works, and when it doesn't work, which is often, then it's a problem. Especially for a single player game, where what do you need the online connection for? If you if it's to back up your saves or send your saves or to send your stats because you did good in freelancer mode, I'm still thinking of Hitman here or whatever game. Do that between, you know, upload them when you need to upload them, but on all. Uh, it's uh, so you can see the freaky deals we have in the store, Scott. Yeah, that's what Amazing it is. deals updated hourly that you can spend your real money on. Yeah. And and to combat piracy. Oh yeah, that too. That is one other if reason. If your game doesn't function offline, you're you're combating piracy. 
That is it's mainly a game what it pass is, isn't it? Game though, like not to say that people are still like not well. Those are still pirate rippable. a game pass still game, piratable. but yeah, yeah, you can still pirate. I, them. It just seems so weird to me. Like you know, if somebody wants to play it, they can spend what's Game Pass a month? Fourteen. Well, nine if you're just doing PC. Yeah, like you can spend that, and people are like, "No, nah, that's too much. I better pirate it." And you know what else <laughs> is weird? Get in trouble for this. Thing. Here's here's the other weird thing: PS five four. Uh, Xbox Series and prior Xbox One uh, versions of Diablo, none of those require an online connection to play at all. And I didn't ever understand it. Why? They're just as piratable and they have the same content. And yeah, it does upload stuff when you're done or put your scores up or whatever connects oh, to the your console versions. Yeah, but the console versions don't are not online. They don't oh, play. I'm surprised by that. Only if you're playing that's with somebody weird. else. So if you're playing with somebody else, yes, you're playing online. But if you're playing a solo, yeah, that's fine, run, right? Like, yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. That makes sense, right? That's that's yeah. what you do. But if it's if the game is really only ever or or when it's only doing a single player kind of thing, don't make us get online. It's freaking stupid. And I don't know why they I didn't agree. there. There must have been some. They probably ran up against some resistance on the console side where they're like, yeah, we don't want our console people to have to keep and it. Most games like. I think because I think Borderlands is like Borderlands Three is playable offline. Yeah, but if you want to log online, then you can log online. And there's a, I think there's a store. There's definitely tell you about the DLC and cosmetics. Mm-hmm. So that's the model people should follow. They should. <laughs> they should. Instead, they force. Yeah. Oh, I hate it when they force. So Redfall requires always online and link to a Steam account. This actually seems stupider unless it is a Left 4 Dead game that's only online. Yeah, which it isn't because they've already said you can play the single player. Well, that doesn't mean, depending on how you think of it, I know Diablo 3, yeah, that's so weird, because Diablo, I remember at one point for Diablo 3, they were saying the damage calcs were done server-side, not client-side. Yeah, but on the consoles, it's not online all the time. It doesn't make any sense. If they can do it there, they, I think they, I'm not going to say power of Xbox, baby. I'm not going to say that's why why more (laughs) study game development so we can call people out on their dumb bullshit, though. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, it's like, it's not possible given the scope and size of the game. And it's like two months later. Horseshit. That was always horseshit. Like, I have a little. We can't do transmog. It's too hard, you guys. I I believe that things, the transmog thing, different animal to me than this. This this is usually, if it favors their business model, that's when I question it. It's like, "Mm, really? It's funny all these other all these other games that have like random loot they seem to be able to do it without the damn servers on that makes no sense. Yeah, I think it. I think there was. If I'm just being generous to Blizzard. I think that was also with the auction house and trying to monetize the item drop economy and prevent shenanigans relating to oh, duping. Yeah, good point. Like yeah, like I think there was a we need to. Pe- people are heavily invested in Blizzard properties and they're going to resell and we need to like do everything we can to control it and have that ball in our court. Yeah. I don't, you know, auction house ended up failing, <laughs> you know, but before I could see the rationale going into it, thinking you'd need to have it online for that stuff. Yeah. Cause if it's offline, you just open the save file, right? Dupe a bunch of items, then log into your game. But then you done. probably had a, an engineering nightmare to retrofit it, to not need that anymore, or it wasn't worth the cost of doing it. And then, when they made controller support for consoles, they never retroactively made that possible on PC for people who wanted to play that way. Again, it's a value proposition. Do we want to dedicate the dev hours to this? Will it actually sell oh. more things? No, the answer is no. It might not just be the store. It might be your items and cosmetic unlocks 
because one of the things you want to prevent is having a local save file. Right. If you have an account, if your save file, which even in World of Warcraft, your character is a save file with its inventory and stuff. If that's local, you can manipulate it. If that's server side and you've got protections in place to keep it from being manipulated. And of course, you know I mean? easier on PC yeah. than a hard drive on a console as well. So no I'm one's still fault. not sure. There must be validation checks why even when it's in memory, you couldn't add items to your inventory by writing directly to memory. There's probably a way to prevent that. But, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Mostly I think they just. I think it's just a poor decision, but a lot of them do it now, and Redfall's doing it. Uh, Star Wars Jedi Survivor got delayed about a month uh, for critical polish, they say. Uh, this wasn't the only announcement out of that team or out of that uh, out of Respawn. EA's Respawn is uh, delayed on that. They canceled a spinoff Titanfall game, which we know nothing about, really, except it wasn't Titanfall 3, um, which is good because I really want Titanfall 3 to exist at some point in the future. I love the, those games so much. Um, and then what was the third? Oh, and they they are shutting down Apex Legends Mobile um, after not oh. being on there very long. A couple of years is all I think, or something. Yeah, that seems a little mobile not working out for weird. those guys. I don't know. Yeah. Don't we have don't we have a site that tells us uh, how much money uh, mobile? I games thought make? Apex was performing well. I was. But all too, of I these was... things make it sound like whether it's true or not. Uh, it sounds like it's not. Yeah, or uh, here's enough. an article from the reputable site that I've never heard of, pushsquare.com, from May 2022, half a year ago, saying Apex Legends is pulling in insane revenue. Yeah, Apex but Apex Legends yeah. has raked two billion in revenue since it was released, approximately. Yeah, but that's not just mobile; that's everything, right? Oh, uh, sorry, I'm just kind of joking because I don't know if this is, but I thought there oh. was a website that would actually list revenues. That's where we found the Diablo stuff. Um, Apex Legends could come back to mobile if it's unified with the main game. Maybe that's the problem. EA's CEO is saying the problem is we had separate ecosystems. Um, he did say, oh, they also shut down Battlefield Mobile. Um, I, my guess is Call of Duty Mobile is, is, is a money monster machine. It makes so much money. It's just disgusting. Yeah, um, maybe, maybe, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's weird. It's a little bit weird. Apex is still doing really well, like overall. I just don't know. Well, is it? as far as we know, because sometimes we assume the games are doing well because they did well, yeah, and they're getting ghosted because of the next. Sh- All I hear is Tarkov. Tarkov seems to be the game of the. Seems to be the darling game right now. Is it? I haven't played that at all. It feels like that's old. Is it new? Um. Well, it's not new, but it was. It's like been steadily growing, growing in popularity, mm-hmm. and like I like a lot of more casual people who only play the. You know, the big titles, the online stuff, like, like you should play Tarkov. Escape from Tarkov. There it is. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know how accurate that is, but in my mind, like, it's it's just esports. We're kind of past esports, but we're still in the online game streaming kind of world, and Escape from Tarkov is, like, is big. But I could be wrong about that. Hmm. All right. Maybe I'll but, play that. Um, is that free to play now or something? Or does it still cost? I don't know. I, I know very little about it. It looked, I mean, it looks okay. It's just a military shooter. I wasn't too enticed when I saw it. And I never really looked into it. You know, lots of stuff to play and all that. The videos I've seen is they really focus on the physics of like blowing a dude's leg off and stuff. Um, it's like really like detailed dismemberment and whatnot. Like, cause I, like, I still have my memories of Apex Legends at launch and knowing it's a great game, but like 
we browse the news, I barely hear anything ever about that game, you know, or just even on gaming content that I might consume stuff, you know, like, yeah. it seems like a game other people play, but if everyone thinks it's a game other people play, it's like, who's playing it? <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's, yeah. Oh, here's what Eurogamer says. A curious mix of realistic FPS action, MMO dynamics, and survival mechanics. It's still in beta, which might be part of the confusion. Oh. But people uh, it's probably are one it. of those forever beta games. But no, it's um. Ooh, it's pretty. It's good looking. No, it's supposed to be pretty intense. Like it's sort of like it had it's battle royale adjacent, but it's also MMO adjacent, as someone described it to me. Huh. Uh, that way. Yeah. So like, but if you die, you lose your items. You got to scavenge for more items. Yeah, there's a survival. But there's element. like maybe a respawn, yeah. and like you can I think co- co-op or work with people. I know very precious little about it, other than it sounded interesting. Just didn't rise above other things i like the slower tactical feel of it i prefer that i like one shot kill type stuff in military shooters i don't like run and gun call of duty style stuff yeah i think it has that slow methodical clear corners check your periphery like watch for movement and sounds kind of deal yeah i mean lots of tension with quick violence i might try it but um yeah the reason i just bring that up it's like because ape like again apex is like is anyone playing it? And like now they're canceling a Titanfall game, which is the same universe. Like, do they not see? I I don't think this universe is working out as well as the press is leading us to believe. I mean, at least compared to, like you said, Call of Duty. Right. So. Well, I would play the shit out of a Titanfall three game, though. Oh man! But this wasn't a full yeah, sequel. It seems so. weird. Why would they? I mean, it's been a long time since the last one, right? It must be well. Yeah, this is. It was. It's super well regarded. It's highly regarded, but it didn't sell super well. It came out sandwiched between Call of Duty and some other popular shooter, and it and it just kind of got ignored. Not ignored, but didn't get the sales they wanted, which probably means it sold a paltry two million copies or some. Yeah, but it's, it set the bed for Apex, right? Like you know. Oh yeah. Like you might look at it and be like, "Yeah, that was a failure," but it resulted in this. Now we have huge brand recognition. Everyone will play Titanfall three. Who you know? Many people have played Titanfall for five dollars at this point. You know, or Titanfall yeah. two, even if they didn't unlock. Titanfall two is the single best uh, FPS campaign I ever played. I stand yeah, by that. I'm not saying a lot that, of that flippantly. Yeah. It's very good. I wish so they would do more. It seems like they're like, well, we could just release a Call of Duty. I guess I teared. I got choked up because my mech was in a certain. I don't want to give it away because I want people to experience this themselves, but something bad happened to my mech and I got choked up because I became close to my mech. My mech and I were close. Yep. We'd got, we'd full Cleveland steamer at one point. Just kidding. All right, moving on. (laughs) How about this one? Find each other. Yeah, I know. Right. Finally, uh, no Sony, no Microsoft, no Nintendo and no Lieutenant Yar. I added that last bit at E3 this year. It's an old Star Trek uh, quote. Uh, They're not coming. None of them. And Nintendo's even been the only one that's been there for the last few of them anyway when they were happening Just regularly. Lieutenant spelling. <laughs> I know. I, it's not good at all. But Microsoft you, and... Uh, I love it, though, because it sounds like like a lieutenant is someone who's who's in charge of the loot. The loot. <laughs> yeah. loot. <laughs> the lieutenant. Lieutenant. They, they live in it. Loot-nent. They live in the loot. Yeah, I spelled that all wrong. But anyway, they're, they're out. They don't want to do it. So No way. So no one... It, they all got directs now. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah, they, they don't do need it. them. Like it's just. I think Nintendo's it, not doing because they don't have the games. Honestly, I don't think they have anything lined up that they can really show off at a full event where you got public. Probably. Nintendo does still need it. 
like when you think about like what Microsoft and what Sony need, they they have their first party titles that they can do their directs for or whatever. Um they've got, you know, if it's an Activision game, Activision will show it. If it's an EA game, EA will show it. Like yep. Nintendo's the only people that can show Nintendo games though. Yeah, but their so, directs are fine too. They don't seem to need the Yeah, and like like but I mean like as far as like a space you know, their oh, games are only getting played wherever Nintendo goes. I get but it. But yeah. I and even that, you know, like you just said, their directs I mean, everybody calls these directs after Nintendo. Like <laughs> yeah. they really they really set the bar for showing your stuff off in a video package. So even Nintendo's like, eh. And they were we still the, they were still the best selling console of last quarter. Like they're fine. And I think that they probably just don't have stuff for hands-on this time around. Like, they're not going to have close-to-finished, by June anyway, close-to-finished versions of uh, Metroid Prime, whatever the new thing's called, 4. They're not yeah. going to have probably the Zelda game ready by then. Like The more accurate thing to say is everyone's not going to have made-up games made up games ready in time for E3. <laughs> right? Isn't that the whole, like, Anthem was, like, basically nothing but the trailer? At the, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like a really... You'd just be asking yeah. Nintendo and the developers to do that. Like, it's better if we don't, right? Yeah. The Advance Wars reboot may get some life chat. Someone's bringing that up in there. They're, they apparently that's got a skew number on some sales site. Oh yeah, usually... that got, man, that got pushed back because of Ukraine. Yeah. And it's funny. I was in a cab today, and the guy was like, "We were listening to the radio, and it it marked that because I think there's going to be some renewed Russian mm-hmm. invasion action." And he and then the news person was like, "A year ago today, when this all started," and I was like, "It's been a year." Yeah. The war's been going on one year? Oh, my God. I know. Um, and, and advanced wars got pushed back because of Ukraine. Right. And you were really excited for it. You I still was. can't play the new advanced wars I, I really a year was. later. Like, I mean, just release it. There's like five wars going on right now in the world. I they're, mean, let, they're close let, to it. It's just that that one was let so... Let the kids have their advanced wars. That one was so going. closely narratively tied to that to those two countries. I get sure. why they did it, but I think they can do it now. And if that if that skew in that online store is correct, that probably means they're about to do it. I, I mean, I'm maybe they can it. fictionalize the land masses a bit and the names, like call it Advancetopia and Nintendopolis. <laughs> or something. <laughs> I mean, they already do. They fake all of that. It's just it's a mirror. It's a mirror of the conflict. I don't know. I don't know why they did it, but. Yeah. Oh, is it very like uh, political and uh, kind of? I, I don't know that the story is. But it's also silly. Yeah. It's like, hey, kid, you want to run this army? Like, it's weird. <laughs> yeah, the story's not like there's. That's always been my issue. I'm like, I'm having so much fun with this game, but then you think about, it, you're like, these are children just running around in tanks, and yeah. they're just like having a good time. They're just yucking it up. They're like, well, we better defeat that army, and then you're watching tanks explode and people I get mean... shot. But kids in a are fun playing way, army. Or like, kids yeah. are playing army right now. There's just a couple of five year old boys in a neighborhood shooting each other with tanks. Oh yeah, but that's his point. Is this is being played like that? Whereas a real war is a real war, and I don't know why Nintendo's so hung up about it. Yeah, this is uh, being played like that, but while the visuals are not kids running around with sticks, but like actual explosions and stuff, and you're like. Yeah. Yeah, Wait, is I this think, real? Are hmm. they playing? What are they doing? I just need like I just need like one layer where like for the opening you see people like holding toys and then I'm like, oh, it's all in the imagination. Yeah, I'm just gonna check fine. to see if they have a Twitter. There's an advanced force. Oh, it's a fan page. Yeah. It's made literally by Nintendo, right? Yeah, oh yeah. Well, it's a dev okay. that they pay to do it, but it's a Nintendo property. Uh let's see. But the article I read today was 
right here. And the news was rumored Advance Wars plus uh, one plus two reboot camp. Um, surprise release could happen next week. Uh, it says a store employee says there's evidence a long way to release of it uh, might be sooner than expected. Um, what's the store? I don't see the store. It's reboot camp is the one. Oh, Walmart. A Walmart employee says they are coming in and we think we're going to have them next week. So I don't know. The developers way forward. Yeah. Twitter. I doubt they're saying anything. Nintendo's clamping on those people. Uh, It just depends on the kind of developers they are. Some of them are communicative. Some of them are just, you know, ad generators. Yeah. It looks like it's more that. John, do you ever play? Well, he's looking that up. Do you ever play any Wild Hearts? The old stuff? Mm, I don't think so. Okay. This is Wild Hearts. Koei Tecmo thing. It's old Japanese RPG business. Anyway, they're they got a new one and I didn't know about it until right this second. <laughs> hmm. Um anyway, for a different show perhaps. Uh finally, uh I found this earlier in the week. I'm glad somebody put this in here. It's amazing. There is an AI Seinfeld, basically an AI generated Seinfeld dialogue, imagery, all of it on Twitch 24/7. 12,000 people watching right now. It's ridiculous. <laughs> And awesome. Called, like, what's it called? Nothing forever. Nothing. Watch forever? me forever. Yeah. It's the counts. Watch me forever. Okay. Watch yeah. me. Forever. Play some for the chat. It's, yeah, I'm trying to find it. If I can get the damn thing to load. Well, why oh, do you load need it? the? Hang on. I'll here it is. I found it. Discord. No, I found it. Um, here we go. So here it is, chat. Look at this. Let me turn some volume up. Uh, where is it? It's muted. Because it's a party. <laughs> I put them up to celebrate the fact that we all got off work early today. <laughs> that's supposed to be Elaine this apartment is generated in the worst graphic engine I've ever seen but it's done I'm through AI you. apparently let's have some fun <laughs> yeah let's play a game of charades and they're just making shit first? up and then there's a laugh track occasionally. <laughs> it's so weird I absolutely love it yeah I kind of I like that they chose Seinfeld as a template you know like but yeah, I haven't watched anything that's like, oh, this writing is anywhere near. Oh, not no, even close. it is no. bad. It's and all bad. It, it ends so suddenly that every time I've watched a little bit it's of it, right. it's it's left me with the feeling of it seems a bit that's overpriced. It? Mm-hmm. It's weird. It's a very weird I, thing. I like that it has the laugh track though. Yeah, I have this. I did watch a part where he was doing the stand up, and it was actually kind of like Jerry Seinfeld, just didn't have a punchline like. Uh, what's with cars that don't have bumpers? That's pretty dangerous. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's what's the, the deal problem? with airplanes. <laughs> they don't crash into each other. Yeah, <laughs> it's like you got a little bit of it. Yeah. <laughs> what I've seen is just a little too earnest. It's a little too real. They they don't have the comedy edge. It's just a lot of like, here's a comedy setup. Yeah. Yes, let's talk about it earnestly. Yeah. Okay. Good idea. Yeah, this is why this, I have end. a lot of things to say about AI, obviously, but this is this is actually where I like it. I like it to be weird, disjointed, discordant, funky. Like this is this is my jam. I love this stuff. It'll probably just get better, and then one day I'll hate it. But right now, I love it. I mean, imagine one day your favorite show might be Breaking Bad twenty four seven. It's oh just Walt constantly trying to be a drug dealer. They should do that next. This channel, which isn't just sign, it's not a Seinfeld channel. When they're done with this, they should. They should do Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad would be good. Yeah. I want that right now. Holy shit, I want that. 
That's a great idea. Bo, Bo, you're the man. That's a great idea. I love it. Breaking Bad and Star Trek. Deep Space Nine. Nailed it. All right, let's get to some voicemails uh, and emails and things. That's a good question. Here's a voicemail about Elden Ring. It's an idea this listener has. Let's see what they have to say. Hey, this is uh, Kissy Bear calling for the uh, Corleones. Uh, Scott, I always know that you say um, you wish Elden Ring would click for you, and I was kind of in the same boat for a while. I played it when it first came out, and it just wasn't really my thing, but my buddies kept talking about it, so I was like, you know what, I'll give it another try. Um, and I started having more fun with it, but what made it really fun was um, on the first couple of bosses, I was streaming it with my buddies watching, and we kind of all were um, relishing in the fact that I was getting really close on the boss, and it was really fun. It felt like they had stakes as well. So I know that you usually play scary games with John watching, so I thought maybe it could be fun if you played Elden Ring um, with Bo watching, um, and maybe you can get that same kind of camaraderie going that me and my buddy did. It just made it so much more exciting, super fun. Uh, and I think that might be uh, what you need to get over the hump. So, yeah, I wanted to see what you got, what you thought. And uh, love you. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Um, that's interesting. I do. I really do enjoy horror games way more when John or Carter or somebody's with me. Mm-hmm. Um, way more than I would normally. I still freak out and stuff, but I can't do it alone. In this case, maybe, yeah, but you play with somebody like Bo or somebody who's like mastered all things Elden Ring. And they know what I'm up against and know what it takes and then just, you know, have that experience. That could be fun. It could be all right. I like that idea. The only problem is Bo would constantly be saying, like, why haven't you beaten this? It's easy. (laughs) Oh, though. If you remember Heroes of the Storm, I'm I'm okay. I'm encouraging. I'm trying to explain things. I think that's why he thought of me because I'm more of the, like, push this button, this button, and this button and give you that kind of. Yeah, Juice. I think it would be good. I would watch. I mean, John's pretty good for that too. It. But yeah, yeah. Okay, you you want me to be your Elden coach? Problem is, I I don't own it on Steam or a place where I can easily do the stream the way we would need it to be. So if anyone out there is like, oh, I got this extra key laying around, I never used it, and you want to get rid of your Steam key for Elden Ring, let me know, and I'll we'll use it for science. I think the- this would be great, and I because Bo, I think he would do a good job of keeping you like. You know, maybe you go to the first boss a little too fast, and it's it's like he'd probably be like, "Hey, you know, go explore, go have some fun right now. Don't worry about this." Sure, but well, he doesn't. You know, one, hours. But I don't want to assume Bo wants to sit and watch me fumble around in that world. That sounds like you'd be. Bored. It is a two hundred hour game, so it would definitely be trying to set you up with the skills for long term success. It's not. It's not even a skill thing. It's a. I just don't have the patience for those souls likes. It's a patience problem that I have. I need to work on. Yeah, that. The, the the combat is slow and methodical. I think I had that problem when I first started too, where you kind of want to be gung ho. Like, yeah. a lot of games are like button mash, dodge, you know, quick. And that game's like, if you swing your sword and you miss, you are exposed for a full five seconds or what, and, and you're going to get your head stomped in. Yeah. You know, like so you have to like think what's the correct move. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens. But I like your idea there, uh, whatever your name was. I forgot his name already. Hold on. Hey, this is uh, Kissy Bear. Kissy Bear. Thanks, man. Oh, Kissy Bears. He's in the chat all the time. Yeah, he's always around. I know that name. Yeah. Supportive uh, viewer from back uh, from back in our Heroes of the Storm back, days. Back in those days. He's been with us for a long time. That's right. Here's a text or an email, rather, we got from Rhythm. Rhythm says, hey, guys, I actually think I found a tower defense game Scott would like. It's called Sanctum. I swear one of you played this. Bob may have played it. 
Sanctum? Sanctum. Why does that sound so familiar to me? Well, anyway. I don't think I'd play a game called Sanctum. He says you... <laughs> You have. We'll, we'll get into why you wouldn't. Just in a on second. principle, like yeah. no, I wouldn't play a game. I can't it play sounds a game. Like a game, game, I, game I wouldn't like. Like, like yeah, Sanctum. <laughs> sounds gross. Uh, says what you is Sanctum? Oh, I've seen this. Yeah, I didn't play it. You didn't play it or did? It I has a sequel. It. Okay. Yeah, there's God, a Sanctum like too. You played this? I didn't play it. I've never played Sanctum. I don't think. Anyway, you oh, have a build phase. You also have a character that runs through your build, like the that plays like so. It plays like a shooter. He says the towers assist you on your run, but you're always in there killing stuff every wave. It's uh, the most actiony tower defense I've found, and I actually like it a lot. Uh, not sure about its sequel, but I finished the first game. Take care, rhythm. Uh, reminds me of the orcs must die one, two, and three description because those are very actiony, and your towers are doing a lot of work, but you still have to get into the scrum. Did you like Orcs Must Die? Um, for a hot minute, I liked Orcs Must Die too quite a bit, but then I fell off and I tried to get back in, and I just went, "I don't want to set up all the shit again. I just want to fight." You know, I can't explain. Yeah. It. It's so weird yeah. because part of me likes setting things up, things like Loop Hero. I'm doing that same thing, kind of, mm-hmm. but yeah, no, it's not You're quite the same. The <laughs> You're smart. like playing yeah. tower defense against yourself. Yeah. That's different, right? Yeah, that's tower offense, and I don't think we have a problem with tower offense. No, tower offense is 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 a okay by me, but tower defense. Eh. But rhythm, I'll take I'll take your. Oh, I have this in my Steam library. Maybe I do have it. I just don't remember it. All I right. mean, Sanctum One is an old release. Is that why I have it? How long? How old? Like twenty twelve, thirteen? Before we knew each other, I think. Oh, geez, twenty eleven. Really? Yeah, that was before we knew each other. I think so. Yeah. We all got to know each other Coffee in 2014. Coffee Studios, good developer. Yeah. I'm yeah, sure they make Hunt Down. Well, I guess they're, they're a publisher, not a developer, but Hunt Down and Valheim and Deep Rock. Like, Those are good games. It's one of the Goat Simulator. You know, it's from a... I like Deep Rock a lot. Rock and yeah. Stone. Man. Oh, it is actually made by Coffee Stain Studios. Okay, so they, I think Coffee Stain publishes a lot of games, but this was actually made by Coffee Stain. Oh, okay. Coffee Stain. Said that a lot. Coffee Stain. Coffee Stain. Uh, thanks, Rhythm. Send us emails. Uh, the, the What is this? Talk to the core at gmail.com. That's where you send those. If you want to do voicemails, 801-471-0462. And you can text us there like Dean did, where he says, Hey, I love the show. I wanted to strongly recommend the Final Fantasy VI Pixel. These are all for me today. Weird. I didn't mean that to ha- happen. Final Fantasy VI Pixel Remaster to Scott. It has great pixel art, a beautiful soundtrack, and an engaging story. It has a fast-forward button when battles get a little grindy. Uh, it has a quick save for when you want to take a break, but can't find a save point. Uh, I could go on, but I'll just say it's very good. Thanks, Dean. Yeah, you, you're you're echoing what John has said about that version of the game. Um, I was tempted to start a new run on uh, my Steam Deck via the GBA version of the game, which I quite like the way that one looks. It's also wider screen for if I'm going to play like an original build of the thing. Um, but everyone's just like, nah, just get the Pixel Remaster, play that. So maybe I just will. I don't know. I guess I just will. I do want to play it. I want to play six. Because six seems yeah. like it might be my jam. I, I think of the Pixel Remasters, here's a quick uh, little guide for everybody. If you can only buy one, get six. If you can buy two, get four and six. What if, if you, you got buy three? three yeah. Get one, four, and six. Okay. Yeah, and the six has the opera. And the opera's great. Wrong. Yeah. 
Okay. Then then you can add three, five, and two. Okay. I think, I, I think that just covered all of them. That would be the order. That's the order. The official, I'm going to buy Final Fantasy Pixel Remasters is six, five, one, three, four. Yeah. Or no, I messed that up. Six. One, five, three. Six, four, one. Two, seven, five. Three, four, <laughs> two. Yep, five. that's it. No, no just uh, figure Sorry, it out. I couldn't help myself. I couldn't help myself. Also, that voice line and text line is the ham's number, if anyone's confused. It's 801. <laughs> But where do I send the hams? Yeah. It's 80147 hams. <laughs> ten, no, I'm sorry. I did it wrong. 801 10 hams. <laughs> 10 hams. Okay. One zero hams. So stupid. 10 hams. <laughs> ten hams. So dumb. Oh um, my gosh. Final. We got to do something. To, who has 10 hams.com? <laughs> like, this needs to be a thing. I don't know what we do with 10 hams, but like. Write a new show. That should be our hands. development studio. If we do, if we make oh, a development great. studio, it should be called Ten Hams. Yeah, we call it Ten Hams Games or Ten Hams something Studios. Stu- ten Hams Studios. Ten Hams Studios. Ten Ham Studios. Probably just Ham. It's more alliterative to say it without ten the S. Ham. No Hams. Yeah, but the phone number won't work. Yeah, or the phone, phone number, number doesn't work. work if you drop the. Yeah, that should be our chief priority: is make the phone, sure the phone number works. Um, <laughs> yeah, sorry. Yeah, ham fisted games. That's pretty good. But that's now we're getting away from the ten, and that's yeah, what yeah, matters. The phone number is a real yeah. problem, guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right, time for a mashup. Jamie put one together. It's rad. Uh, I think he's told me so. I haven't heard it. Uh, but we're going to hear it now, and I think I know what it's about. Uh, we've already got Let's voting on this. Here. Uh, voting right now says, well, the thing is called Gay Denny's, and it says that uh, the votes were 23% believe I said it, 18 said Bo, and 59 said John. Congrats to the majority. I I am 100% certain I'm the one who said this, as Gay Denny's is located in Arizona. Yeah, I actually he goes to Gay Denny's, okay? He's yep, been there. I've been to Gay Denny's. Yep. That's great. He is, he is the Gay best Denny. of He is Gay Denny's. Denny. <laughs> <laughs> I have an announcement to make. I'm Gay Denny's. Sweet. I always want everybody to know. I am, we're all Gay Denny's. I am Denny's my here. Gay Denny's. Yeah, we're all our uh, Gay Denny's. That's what Illidan said in World of Warcraft. That's right. Uh, but here it is. Let's play it and see how we get there because it's the journey, not the destination. Enjoy. Okay. Someone in the chat says, Are there gay bars in Utah? Yes, of course there are. There are gay bars. There are gay bars everywhere. everywhere. <laughs> I haven't been to a gay bar, but we have a gay Denny's here. I'm sorry. Back that truck up. <laughs> There's a gay yeah. Denny's, and what makes There's it a gay? gay? Denny's. Is this just the, it's a Denny's that a lot of gay people frequent, <laughs> enough so that it's known as Gay Denny's. I don't know if I still own it, but I used to own EwoksBlink.com and EwoksDon'tBlink.com. What? Wait, why? What? Why? <laughs> oh, this is so good. I don't even know what to say. The collector's box does not include Correct. a copy of the game, yeah. which <laughs> it's called the collector's box, although they haven't done any favors because even internally they have called it a collector's edition. It's a paradigm which does, shift. Which yeah. does imply that there's a copy of the game in it. Princess yeah. Leia calls Han 
Han and Han over the course of Empire Strikes Back. She says it both ways. Princess. Yeah, but that's Turtleneck Lucas's fault. Turtleneck Lucas. <laughs> He's always got turtlenecks on, that guy. Hey, uh, hey fellas. What's going on? I got a turtleneck on. Check it out. Anyway. Circumcised. Uh, he corrected them, but they just didn't hear him. He just did it too meekly from the back. Actually, uh, okay. Han sold off. <laughs> <laughs> Now, they'll still do that with the boxes themselves if they're limited, but that... Yeah, I'm going to say this. I think that should include a copy of the game. Yeah, but it's priced also to not include the price. Like, it's 50 bucks less than they used to be with the copy yeah, of the game. Yeah, but also, as a counterpoint, yeah. what if it just includes the copy <laughs> of the game? John, John's being that guy. What makes it gay? That it's a safe space for everybody to go and hang out and have Denny's. Like, it's I mean, great. That's, that's wholesome. That's a wholesome response. I was thinking, like, it has rainbows or something. Like, no, it's no, just, just a Denny's, Denny's that a lot of gay people go to, and it's delicious. I hope Bo pre-drilled some holes in the lake. Oh, in case it freezes over for your lake yeah, runs. Yeah. yeah. Look, the benefit of pooing in the lake was that I'm in the water. Right. Not above it. It's just like any other hole if it's <laughs> if it's the ice ice fishing style. You know. <laughs> that would be really funny. And it would be really bad. My butthole would be super cold. The wind would get it. I'd get frostbite right in the anus. Anus. I like the boxes too, but I have no problem buying the game separately and buying this separately because it's priced accordingly. It's fine. But uh, mm-hmm. what if, Scott? What if it also just came with a copy of the game? Not everyone's like overtly gay. There could be a gay Denny's in Ottawa, but mm-hmm. I just don't know because nobody's signaling the usual stereotypical gay things and stuff. Right? Sure. So. Yeah. No. My guess is it's. Well, are you saying out. it's like very outwardly like? So I'll have a hamburger. Oh, and have some so fries. go in this like, direction. Oh, no. How is, it, how is it like? Not, how is it the gay Denny's? It's like, just, I try it's to picture just... it. <laughs> I feel like I'm usually the most unreasonable one on an episode, so I'd like to thank John for being. The most oh yeah, he took the torch this week. <laughs> yeah. I know what an unreasonable take. What if you put a copy of the game in the thing that everybody thinks is a digital deluxe version of a game? Well, it's called a collector's box. So yeah, but they're calling it a collector's edition. <laughs> whether I ever play it or not will depend on whether someone wants to watch me scream and pay for it. All right, next up. That sounded bad. That sounded dirty, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, it did. Oh. Go to the video game red light district. <laughs> That's right. It doesn't have to be like a flamboyantly gay place to be gay Denny's. It's just a Denny's. It's just where like, the a bunch call of gay it that because after the Melrose district gay bars close, everyone heads there. Melrose is the gayborhood. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot how many times you suggested that they put Diablo 4 in the box. You know? Yeah, because yeah. what if they just did it? Yeah, what if yeah. they did What if they did I'm sort of, but it's funny. I've come around. This has come up in, like, Twitch chat. Yeah. And in our core Discord. You know, people have been remarking on John's comments, but what if it just included the game? It's yeah. kind of becoming a meme. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Because yeah. of that interaction. We got a new sticker coming. And you know what? I'm kind of like, the more I hear it, the less I think it's wrong or trying to defend it. Like, it, it's kind of like, yeah, why why wouldn't it just include the game? What, yeah. It's I mean, a big I, deal. I would prefer it did. So I'm never Because you were also saying it. if it had a download code, it would still count. Yeah, it would count. The yeah, game. It would yeah count. that would include the game. Yeah. 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 So print out some cardboard in your hundred dollar collector's edition <laughs> and toss it in the box. You Put it under the candle. Just- one of the three. <laughs> goddamn candles that come with your edition and let yeah. people have the game maybe with the thing there are three candles in there oh, three I think candles. There's maybe two 
I didn't know there were Sorry, more than I one. Might have shortchanged a candle. I thought there were just one candle. I didn't know. Yeah, we'd have something new to be mad only about. One candle. I don't know how many candles are in there. Get rid of a candle and add the game. You don't or just add. Etch it on the candle. Etch it. Yeah, etch the code. On the <laughs> etch candle. the code on the candle. <laughs> oh, you light it and you can see the code and you can redeem it. Let's oh, make yeah. No, this sounds fun. like less work for Blizzard. Uh, way less work. Yeah, you. Uh, that sounds like nothing. That'd be super, super easy. Of course. Well, or just slap it on cardboard. I mean, take your pick. Yeah, that's true. Paper. Yeah. Put it Either paper. way, put it in there. Uh, fair enough. We've come to that conclusion. Let's now come to this conclusion. If you like this show, oh, first of all, don't leave yet anyone because at the end of the show, Dead Space remake giveaway. All right. Come yeah, somebody lucky is going home with a giant vagina monster. Yep. And it's a pretty cool. big game. 27 hours. That's a chunk. And for whatever content. reason, I thought you were going to say, and it's a pretty big vagina. Yeah. Big vagina. <laughs> big just, vagina. I was gearing up for it. I was prepping for it. And then yeah. you swerved. And I was like, oh, it's probably good he didn't say it. But I was ready. Yeah, you didn't. Boy, I'm glad you did bring it up, though. I really am. Yeah, glad. we dodged it. Uh, but in the meantime, before we do that, I want to thank some patrons. We've got a bunch of new folks this week. Another big load of people uh, walked through the turnstiles and chucked us some change our way, and I really appreciate it. Uh, Drew Lund, Edgen Jaeger, or Jaeger, probably. Uh, Peter H., Martin Creamers. Not laughing. Just a name. Sorry, it's a Martin. name. <laughs> nope. I was doing fine till Bo I'm laughed. I'm sorry, Martin. He's going to unsub me. I was fine, too, but I knew Bo was going to laugh. I just knew it. Anders RP, Mike Smith, Stephen Goodwin, Christian Peters, and Mark Gale. These are the great people of the world who joined us this week on the Patreon because they know the value of never having to deal with commercials, getting pre-show and post-show content every week, and other monthly benefits you can only get this way. So get in there and be like them and become patrons of your favorite video game podcast at patreon.com slash core show. We got patron support from Peters and Creamers. Yeah, Peters and Creamers. Mm. That's a sound like a place I'd go get an ice cream cone. It or actually sounds good. It does. I'll say that. What? Martin, or Peter's Martin, Creamery. Sounds good. Peter's Creamery or Peter's and Creamers. Peter's, Peter's, and, Peter's, Peter's Creamers. And Creamers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Peter's Creamers. That sounds all right. I would Peter's eat there. I would totally get food there. Yeah. I don't know exactly what a creamer is in the food world, but I bet it's delicious. <laughs> it's probably very good. Wait, um, how did this start? What's going know. on? I don't know either. Well, we're reading names, see? And these names. Oh, yeah, I know, but I just. I've, Peter's and Creamers does not sound like a place I would want to eat. Well, are you sure? Oh, I don't like, know. To each their own. Could be ice yeah, cream. We, are we giving the, we're giving the, the, the game away on the show. I hear the music. Darby, oh, yeah. We're we leaving. Well, no, we're going to do it. We're doing it after. These guys, the, the chat room, you have to hang until we are done. Oh, so winning. we just tell the the listeners, like, sorry you missed out. Well, oh, yeah, the they don't get it. want to know who won. No, but yeah, yeah. but they, why would they care? They're just going to hear a random name. Well, because we set it up. They've been hearing it all show. They need what a payoff. No, why why I said it's like, it's like that no, no, no. Antissa. No, no, no. I said it And the then top you were the like, show, no, we'll say patient off the no, air. No, no, no. This is what I did. At the top of the show and twice in the middle of the show, I said, if you're in the chat room don't leave because when the show's over today you might win this code i never said anybody at home will hear this but we can do it now podcast listeners what's the 10 hams number call in (laughs) if you're annoyed that scott didn't say it on the show all right fine we're giving it away now here's what happens we're doing it now hold on that's like fine you're at he doesn't want another collector's edition fiasco yeah i don't want that all right so let me log into the thing that you have to do this with now here's how it works for giveaways all right chat room it's still just you winning this i'm sure people at home will love to hear a thing they're not even eligible for but we're going to give it a shot 
Uh, no, they, they want to hear more this, minutes of the what show. What if Bo says something funny during this time? No, they just you. want more minutes of the show. It's like, you know, when it's time to go to bed and your, your child's like, five more minutes. And you're like, fine, five more minutes. Couple of, yeah. couple they of rules, though. They are going to be quality minutes, but they're going to get them, damn it. Here are the important rules, though. If you entered this twice, you're ineligible. It will disqualify you, everyone listening in the chat room. So when I tell you to put in this word, this key word, it will help you win. Don't do it twice uh, or you're screwed, okay? Doesn't have matter if it's lowercase, uppercase, or combination. If you spell the word right, you are in the running. And you're all going to want to type this as soon as I say it. So here it is. The word is dead. D-E-A-D. Dead. Great. It's not ten hams. Good lord. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because people would be like, ten hams. Do I write ten, ten, or T-E-N? Yeah. Most people write ten. They do. So now now we're getting it. Now, if you spell Ted, Ted, if you spell dead oh, wrong. Damn, there's a lot of people that want, none of you guys bought Dead Space <laughs> none <of> them, Remake? <laughs> none, none of them talking during the show. It's like everyone at the show didn't play the, the game. Yeah. Now, well, maybe they have it. The game. They want to give it to their friend or something. Who knows? Which is totally fine. You can, you know, do it. Yeah, do, do it the code that you want. There's a lot of 10 hams in the chat, too. We should use 10 hams for something because a lot yeah. of people type in 10 hams. That's true. Um, none of these are bots, according to this thing. This has bot protection, so you guys are all real. Yeah, how does uh, it find out? Uh, it, uh, I don't know how it does this. I assume it checks to see if these Somebody are... Somebody says dead, and it goes, are you a real person? You bot. And you gotta tell me, because I asked. You gotta Does it matter if the D is capitalized? Doesn't matter. Okay. Yeah. As mentioned before, you can do any spelling, or sorry, any capitalization <laughs> or case. I spelled dead, S-H-I-T. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's enough time for everybody. Here goes. I'm hitting. I'm hitting roll. And now we're going to have a winner in three, two, one. Our winner is Knucklebones. 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 Yeah. Knucklebones. Been following the channel since 2019. Thank you for that. Uh, Knucklebones, send a... Me- oh, there he is right there. I'm going to send you a private message. I put the code uh, in our Discord if you need it. Yep, I will. Oops. Oh, my gosh. The screen's going so fast. There we go. Knucklebones, I'm sen- sending you a whisper, and in that whisper will include a code. For all of you at home that enjoyed the process of giving stuff away in real time, I'm glad you were here for it. It's fantastic. Now call the Ten Hams line and tell Scott how grateful you are that John made him do it on the show instead of off the air. Yes. That, uh, yeah. Do that, even though some of you will do that just to just to give me cheese. That's what will happen. They won't because they really believe it. Uh, Bo, where's that code so I can give it to these guys? Uh, it's in the Discord. No, in the call. Discord. I'm going to do it right yeah, now. I, I just throw it in there. All right. Here is the... That seems too long. Is that right? That's right. Well, that's what I got. I mean, if it's not right, redeem it. That's what you get. Okay, I'm giving you a code that looks too long, but I think it might. Maybe this is a code. I didn't. I didn't test it out to see if it worked because then I (laughs) wouldn't redeem it. You get what you get, knuckle bones, and you don't throw a fit. That's right. This is all working out. Uh, Knuckle bones. It's in your. It's in your uh, private whisper on Twitch. So you should be all set. Uh, Try to paste that into into there if it doesn't work there try the epic store if it doesn't work there try what else is oh yeah i don't know what it's on it could be a i don't think that's an xbox code those I'm are three sure sets. A... it could be playstation oh no no it's not on steam it's an xbox series <laughs> wait a minute wait a minute you knew this you knew this i did i i, well, I we got it correct. hey knuckle bones do you have an xbox to yeah, redeem yeah. this, because we might be taking our prize back, I yeah. guess. Yeah, do you have an Xbox Series X? If you don't, or S, no, either no. one. No, they don't! You just gave somebody <laughs> hope. Yeah, well, not only that, I gave them a code. Alright, so does anyone All in right. there have a Series X? If you do, 
Uh, well, we gotta get him one now. Hang yeah, on. now we have to buy Knuckle Bones gamepad. Yeah, we're gonna. Gamepad. You know what? Right, uh, Knuckle Bones. We gotta buy Knuckle down. Bones. First, do do the second draw first, and I'll sort out the other. Code okay, for, I'll sort out the code for Knuckle Bones. Here's where we're gonna, okay. gonna change you the code. You can subtract. You you can subtract the cost of dead space from my Patreon payout and give it to Knuckle <laughs> Hold Bones. Hold on. All right, fair enough. But here's what we're gonna do. I'm gonna use. We're gonna change this, and we're gonna change the word to series. If you have a series S or X. Put the word series in here, S-I-R-S-E-R-I-E-S, and then uh, we'll do the same process here. So if you have a Series X or a Series S, we're going to give you the code we gave to Monkey Bones, or Monkey Bones? Knuckle Bones. No, Knuckle Bones. Bones. But Knuckle Bones, we're going to get you a Steam copy, all right? That's happening. Yeah. So be glad that we're nice. I'm taking care of it. I I messaged him. All right, we got a bunch of series. Here goes. I'm going to roll it. Our winner of the new one, of the code that's real is Sector 7. Sector 7, say something in the chat so that I can click you. Hold on. I've seen Sector 7 in the chat. I have too, and he definitely just put words in, so I know you he's You better here. have an Xbox. We're not buying any more of you dead space. That's right. This is it. <laughs> this is it. Okay, so I'm putting it in now. It's in your whispers. You have the Xbox code. I knew that looked weird, that length of that thing. Knuckle Bones, we're getting you, we're getting you all hooked up. Uh, on the other deal, all right. And if is someone talking to Knuckle Bones, like on Discord or something, yeah, I send I send you a private DM on Twitch, Knuckle Bones. You have to add me as a friend on Steam. Let's go. Okay, all right, we're good. Sorry, I don't mean to rush, but you know, I just, this, no, this, this all went. It, this hasn't gone as planned, so I'm just trying to resolve it quickly. <laughs> no, it has not. But which makes me even happier that this is all in the podcast. Yeah. This is fantastic where we've gone with this. Uh, yep. Thank you. It, as if I screwed that up. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. Nobody. How would we have known? I mean, you assume. It, I was told in an earlier message, and did I bother to read it again later? No. no. This is no, the no, lesson no. I learned on Final Fantasy housing. We're not good at reading, and we got to figure it out. Yeah, we got to anyway, learn how to read. Scott, for payout, seeing as it sounds like you have to pay Bo back, I don't mind splitting it. Yeah. A little bit will help them out. Yeah, yeah, we're doing that. We'll all, we'll all scratch each all, other's back. We're all a coming bit together to help, to help out. No, oh, it was my bad though. You guys doesn't you matter. Know. We're no, still we're still but pitching it. If we split in. it three ways, then we we pay less for it. It's yeah, like we're paying less. It's like, like it's shoes. On sale. Well, yeah, it's like you guys less. are good friends because it's my mistake. No, no, no. We're doing. We got this. Two guys walk away happy. And I made all... a big stink about it being on the show. So that the evidence of our shittiness, if we decide not to honor it, would be like immortalized forever. Like the one benefit of doing it off stream would be like, no one's going to remember this. If we didn't think of, only Knuckle Bones will know we didn't get him a copy of his game. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, it's now, now enshrined forever in the podcast. Yeah, Amazing. everyone's going to be like, you know, those guys, they're not that nice. I yeah. don't think I like them anymore. Yeah, no, we're we're all good. So, don't worry, we're, we're happy. You guys give us great support, so not a not a big deal. Yeah, we're happy to do this for you guys for real. So don't worry about us. Yeah. Um, instead of, it's, well, you know what, Grandma, tell us what games we played, but in the fastest way, Grandma knows how. <laughs> hey, everybody, it's me, Fast Grandma, telling you what games everybody played. They all played <laughs> Dead know? Space, which was really good. Scott played Hitman World of Assassin. That's shit. <laughs> Demio for the PC, Potion Permit, John played Final Fantasy fourteen, and Bo is learning how to program so he can fix Final Fantasy fourteen for John. That's it. That's per- what they played. Perfect. Nicely done. That's, that's it for us. We're out of here. We'll be back next week with more. Come watch us live or check out the podcast later. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll see you then. This 
This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Yes. Get more at frogpants.com. Shit. But better than a broken neck. Or worse. Thanks, Hammond. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.